you by British University Vietnam. Welcome to Dam IELTS. This episode, we're going to be talking about beauty. It's one of the most difficult topics, I think, to talk about in Vietnam, but it's also one of my most passionate topics. But before we start, I want to ask myself a couple of questions. First question, Phoebe, do you think you're beautiful? I'm quite confident with what God has given me. Phoebe, are you, do you prefer tanned or pale skin? I think I prefer tanned skin for myself because I think it reflects health. Phoebe, are you completely excited about the guest today? I totally am. I think we're going to have quite a good girl talk. So I think it's time to go. Guys, let's get ready. Hello, guys. Five years ago, in Ive O'Nally's show, we talked about beauty. But the beauty standards change every day. And the concept of beauty five years ago and now is totally different. Right now, I'm here and I'm sitting beside a very beautiful lady in my eyes. Stunning, gorgeous, and I do believe in a lot of people's eyes as well. She's not only beautiful physically, but also mentally and inside and in how she contributes to the world. And can you figure out who is she? Mm -hmm. We're gonna be talking about beauty. And I do hope that the concept of beauty, in your opinion, will change in a positive way after this episode. So stay tuned and figure out who the guest would be. Oh my God, I love her. Vu Phuong or Jun Vu is the Vietnamese model and film actress. She's followed her family to Thailand to settle down at the age of 15. Jun Vu is famous since she was a teenager as a model for many Thai and international fashion brands. She studied business administration at Assumptions University. In 2015, Jun Vu made a big splash when she appeared in the video for the successful song Sao Tat Ka by singer Eric, thereby helping her confidently enter the film industry with the participation in two Vietnamese movies 12 Chom Sao Vẽ Đường Cho Yêu Chạy and Cho Em Gần Anh Thêm Chút Nữa. In the same year, Jun Vu was awarded the Best Film Actress for the movie category at the Golden Kite Award Ceremony. In this episode, she will share more about beauty standards in the showbiz world and her career as an actress. Let's meet her now. You just watched the video and you know who she is, the rising star actress, Zun Wu. Wow, you look gorgeous. Thank you. I love you. you so much. I mean, looking at you in the movie, at the photos, you already look gorgeous, but now looking at you in real life, you're more gorgeous. Thank you, that's so sweet. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. How yeah. are you? Well, I'm good and I'm a bit nervous because mm -hmm. this is the first time I got a, a talk show in English. Yes. So, and it's also, it's been a long time I haven't spoken English. Yeah. been a while, so yeah, nervous. No, it's okay. <laughs> you know, when we, uh, we don't use a language that much, it's okay to make some mistakes. But the purpose of the show is to get to know more about you and for the fans to like know more about your acting and to admire your beauty. <laughs> I watch a lot of your movies. I'm impressed at your acting. But when did you first get into acting? I, I didn't show any potential in art or mm -hmm. like acting before. And I didn't even think that I have anything to do with that yes. because I was studying in, in international business management. There was yeah. nothing about art that is related to me. Mm -hmm. I just do that for fun and then, and then 
it came, and then I took the chance, and then it, uh, somehow I'm here. Um, oh wow! <laughs> and, and then now I, you're a star. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> really expect this coming. In my school uh, back then, the popular part-time job was to be a model, mm. and everybody was like, "Oh, uh, you should try." And I was like. I'm not sure whether I can do it or not. And then, but then I gave it a try anyways. And mm. then I went there, I went to the casting. And like one after one, and then I failed about like 50 times until I got my first role ever. And it was the first time that I got that much amount of money. And wow. that was the, the first time, the, the beginning of acting. And mm -hmm. it was only for TVC. Mm -hmm. And then afterward, um, I got invited into acting in a short movie. Yes. For for Bechan, yeah, uh, in Vietnam. Afterwards, uh, I get to know him, and then he got a role in the movie, and he yeah. invited me to come to the casting, and yeah. then I got to talk to the director for the first time. Mm. I've never I've never thought that I could act in a movie before, mm -hmm. and I, I didn't really think that I could get the role, but then I gave it a try anyway, and uh, I shot the movies, and yes. it was my first leading role ever, my first movie ever, and then. Mm. I won some trophies. The movie won some trophies. It was when I hold the. It was when I held the trophy in my hand, yeah. and then I was like, I really thought that I didn't really deserve it because I I, I was so new. I, it was my first leading role ever. I didn't think I was that good. The new to, face. To, yeah. I didn't think I deserved that. Wow, yeah. so in Vietnam we say that uh, we don't choose the job, but like the occupation yeah, chooses like, us. Yeah, it's something like that and it, yeah, it applied to me. Wow, and uh, you're holding, you're the owner of so many trophies about acting. You have millions of followers on social media. Um, you know, the face a lot of directors want to get you into their movies as well. So looking back about your accomplishments, um, what is the accomplishment or the landmark that you know make you the most proud of? Mm, the most proud and make the Jun Vu now <laughs> as she is. <laughs> I don't know because I didn't really get that much, that many trophies. But mm -hmm. um, uh, my landmark, I think, it was the Tangnamjuto, the Go Go Sister yes. movie, because it was when I finished my my um, bachelor degree, mm -hmm. and then I went back to Vietnam, and then I decided to stay there for for the professional career of the actor, mm -hmm. and. Um, it was also the first time that I got that much attention from the audience and it was the first time that I felt like all my hard work has paid off because yes. um, the first two movies that mm -hmm. I act, uh, yeah. I was a leading role but then it wasn't popular mm -hmm. and so I, I didn't really think that I, I, I'm doing the right thing. I was kind of mm, questioning myself mm -hmm. until, the, until that time, until that movie. It was a small role. I didn't expect people to remember from that remember me from that movie because all the actress they spend like one month mm. on in in Dalat to yeah. to film the movie, and mm -hmm. I spent only like half a month because my my role there wasn't many scenes of me, mm -hmm. and I didn't even have many lines to talk. And and, and I th I thought that when the movie came out, they will not remember my face because. Mm -hmm. I didn't show up that much. You thought but that? Then, yeah, I thought that. <laughs> and then uh, when uh, the movie came out and I went yeah. to the signature, and then when I came, I went in the toilet, and then people start screaming, and I was like, why are they screaming? <laughs> and then I realized that they were screaming for me, and I was like, since when did I become famous? Oh my god! <laughs> and then I was like, oh, 
I was amazed, and uh -huh. I, I don't know, I really uh, kind of freaked out because yes. I never got that reaction to me before. I had to say, I really thank them for that, mm. and that somehow encouraged me to yes. do more of the work and to become a professional actress, I think. You know, because um, I'm very curious because your acting, your performance in Tang Nam is flawless. I mean, I always remember the image of you sitting at the window, reading the book or something, and the window, the wind is just like flowing through your hair. It's just so beautiful. And you don't need to talk anything. Your facial expression is so good. So I'm curious, is that your ability, um, is your innate ability, or is something that you learn throughout the way, through workshops or trainings? Actually, I have to say that I didn't, I wouldn't rate myself that good back then. Because yeah. um, back then I didn't really have uh, much experience about acting. I didn't mm -hmm. really came, uh, I didn't really get to study about acting that much mm -hmm. before. Um, it was lucky of me, I think, that the director chose me for that for that role because I suit that role. I, that's what I thought. I think in order to act in a role, mm -hmm. if you have a real experience in yes. real life, it's better, it's easier for you to feel the character. But then sometimes there are some things that you couldn't feel. For example, that character is blind. You've never been blind before. How can you do that? Oh, you can't just yes. blind for yourself. Yeah. And I think it's all about imagination. And we all have some kind of sympathy yeah. when you, for example, when we read the script, when we mm -hmm. read something on the internet, we all kind of feel sympathy for the, mm -hmm. the, 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 character. the character that we are reading about. Yes. So we need, as an actor, we need to mm -hmm. use that to feel the character that we are playing in order to be the character. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Uh, the director? Yes. Normally, they choose the actor who is close to the to the to the character of the movie. Yes. So that's partly the reason why I got uh, chosen into some roles. Mm -hmm. And for the role that I, for the character that I've mm -hmm. never had the experience before, and I still have to to uh, to be them. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's a lot of work. We, normally, actors we have uh, workshops before the movie, workshops. and. Um, it's the personal workshop, mm. the thing that you have to do with your character. You have, you have to read it, you have to think about it, you have to make background stories uh, of the character. And it's your own character, so it's however you like it. And then from that, yes. you, they become, it becomes your character, and then you can act based on that. And uh, in the workshop, it's not only about yourself, it's also about your character, your chemistry with the other actors, the mm -hmm. other characters. So we have personal workshop, we have workshop with that director, which is like mm -hmm. blocking for blocking and stuff, and then yes. workshop with other actors as well. Yes. Yeah, wow. So I don't know, because I wouldn't say that I did a really good job, but mm -hmm. then um, it's all that I can, can do back then. Is I, I tried my best. It's a rule for myself. I put mm. it up for myself that yes. I will not take any. I, I will not interfere in any decision of the of how the character will have to look like. Yes, it's up to the director and the makeup to decide. Mm -hmm. In the movie, mm -hmm. I'm the character. I will not care about how I look or how yes. I have to look like. It's yeah. up to the director and it's up to the script. Mm -hmm. If I have to look ugly, then I will look ugly. Whenever I look at you, the photos on the social media, and now looking at you, you're always radiating um, a positive energy and also <laughs> like a beautiful image. But I'm wondering from, from a pers personal experience of you as a person who's very talented and very beautiful, do you have 
ever have a moment where you feel like, oh, I'm not that pretty? Or like, what do you think about the beauty standards? I have what? to say all the time. All I, the time? I'm, I'm not very confident in myself. That's why I... Wow, that's surprising well, to hear. Because actually when I, before I became a model yeah. at first, yeah, I was like more of like a gamer. Mm -hmm. I have a gamer life. I play game all the time. Yeah. I even stay up all night to, just to play games. So I always have like eye bags and yeah. I have like, my skin is not really glowing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to take care of myself back then. Yes until I start the career as a model and then I know how to take care of myself more. I know how to make myself look prettier yeah. and I know how, what to wear and stuff like that. And then until now when I become an actress, I, mm -hmm. I just know how to make myself look good yeah. more than before, mm -hmm. which means that I'm not very confident in me. <laughs> Because like I, I'm not very confident in, in showing up with my, my bare face without makeup because mm -hmm. I don't know, I've I've never felt that I pretty that I'm pretty. I, I used to think that I'm ugly and then it's the carrier that changed me. It's the carrier that, that makes me take care of myself more and yeah. then it's the audience that that they say that I'm pretty and then I would start to believe that, oh, maybe I'm not that ugly and then you know, I it's just like they gave me a lot of um, courage. To, to, mm. yeah, to believe in myself more, yes. to believe that I can act, to believe that I am not ugly, mm -hmm. to believe that I am not, um, you know, I can do it, I don't know. You can pursue your career. Yeah, yes. I think that this career changed me a lot. Yes. From someone who doesn't know how to take care of uh, herself mm -hmm. to someone that uh, now is what you see now and mm. I know that I know my strength, I know my, my weakness, I know what That's to right. wear, I know mm -hmm. how to make myself look pretty. So it's a really great thing and I really appreciate to be in this career. That's what makes you beautiful. And I think the beauty standards vary from this person to another person, but confidence and the belief in yourself makes you 100% attractive. So that it's, it's, it's from the inner, it's from, yes, it's inside out. So people can see that you're confident. So that's when you're the prettiest. That's what I think. I totally agree. I think that being insecure is something that we all experience. Our beauty queen, our actress, yes, insecure. I am insecure as well. And I think you're maybe some, somehow at some point in your life you feel insecure as well. But that is totally normal. Um, but I think what is most more important thing is that we're trying to be more confident and trying to find the moment that make us feel the prettiest. And it's a long process, it's a long journey and we have to take step by step and it's gonna yeah. be okay. You're pretty. And for me, Junbu is pretty Everyone because of her work. It's pretty of their own way. It's how, yeah, it's pretty of their own way. It's because of her work and how she contributes to the acting career and to the, you know, the professional world and everything. So, you're pretty. You're pretty too. <laughs> That's so interesting to listen to your stories and have more insights into your occupation. And more importantly, we touch on the aspects of being pretty in different ways. So before we learn about that, we talk more about that, please move to IELTS On The Go and discover this university. Next on IFO Nightly Show. Hi guys, this is Chang Yong, and right now I'm on Nguyen Van Gu Street, Bắc Ninh Province. Hi guys, this is Chang Yong, and right now I'm on Nguyen Van Gu Street, Bắc Ninh Province. Can you guess which university in Bắc Ninh are we visiting today? Well, let's join me on this journey and figure it out.
and yes, we're visiting Bang Ninh Sport University of Vietnam. And luckily, today I'm not alone. I have a special guest who is a current student of this university. And now, please welcome Tu Linh. Hello Tu Linh. It's great to have you on the show. So, can you introduce yourself a little bit to our audience? Hi guys, I'm Linh. I'm a student at Bang Ninh Sport University. My major is Physical Education and now I'm learning about badminton. Wow, cool. So, can you be our tour guide today and show me what is so special about your university? Sure, it's my pleasure. Alright, let's go! So, as aforementioned, you said you major in badminton. Um, a very commonly asked question in this section. Can I ask, why did you choose this major? Well, one day I saw Tien Ming on TV and he played badminton so well. And um, I remember that he had to run quickly around the court to hit the saddle. Mm -hmm. And from that time, I feel like badminton has something really interesting and amazing. So you just mentioned um, Anh Tien Minh, right? Yeah. Um, I, I also know that there are a lot of renowned celebrities yeah. in the sports industry that used to study at your university. So my school has trained many famous athletes like uh, Ding Chok and uh, Thuy Linh. They are all students at Bangni Sport University. And as you can see now, they are de dedicating themselves to Vietnam sport industry. Uh, so you major in badminton. I suppose you play badminton every single day, right? Or is there any other subject that you have to study at school? Even I'm in badminton class, but during four years study at school, I can play and learn all the sport. Besides studying sport, we have to uh, study uh, mathematical statistics, uh, general law or wow. uh, psychology. So there are four major in our school, uh, sport, biomedical science, physical education, um, sport management, and uh, coaching sport. So badminton is a part of physical education, I suppose? Yes. Can I ask, like, before entering the school, which subjects do you have to partake in? Well, when you want to enter to our school, yes. you have to study uh, biology, uh, math and maybe some language like English or Chinese like uh, have a test about the physics like uh, running or jumping to test your uh, to test your physics Wow so you also need intelligence and good physical health yes. to get into this school Wow you're so talented I'm really surprised Anyway in the next part we're going to find out more about some unique spots of your university and I hope Tu Linh can be our tour guide. Sure. Guys in the next part we're going to find out more about some unique spots so stay tuned and don't go anywhere. Và chẳng cần cậu phải nói một lời nào Mình vẫn cảm nhận được một trái tim đầy hoài bão Háo hức và nôn nao
Welcome back to the show, and we're having a conversation with our actress Zun Wu in I've O Nile Show. And now we're going to be talking about the beauty standards. And I think it's such an amazing topic to talk to with the star of beauty in the acting world, I might say. <laughs> so, you know, you have a very interesting background. Um, you've moved to Thailand when you were 15 years old. 15. Um, you was born in, in the north, in yeah, Hanoi. In Hanoi yes. And then now you're living in Saigon. Yeah. You, you're exposing to different cultures. So, um, do you think that the concept of beauty is defined differently in the societies, in different societies? Yeah, I think that we are, nowadays we have chances yes. to browse the internet, to watch TV, to, to watch movies from different countries. And we get to see beauty queens from different countries, from mm -hmm. different races. And um, it's hard to really define mm. who's pretty and who's not. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So yeah. I agree to that, to that quote because mm -hmm. I can only tell someone is pretty when I see them and then it's it just what comes to my mind mm -hmm. from the first time looking at them. It, I cannot tell like what in them that is pretty. It's just, yes. you're pretty, that's all. It's based on the feelings and how it's we feel. It's based on the feeling, yeah. yes. We can be beautiful and pretty in different ways. We can also be beautiful in our own way. We don't need anyone to say that you're pretty. It's just that's that right. I just have to look in the mirror. I just have to like how I look today and mm -hmm. then I feel pretty about it. And mm -hmm. then that's how I pretty yeah. and that's when you look the prettiest <laughs> yeah I think <laughs> I do believe that the concept of beauty standards now is totally different from a hundred years ago uh, the beauty of standards just change every day in every society um, so what sort of things do you think affect our concept of beauty um, to me beauty divide into two parts yes physical beauty and and inner beauty. Yeah. So uh, physical beauty is what you see mm -hmm. from the first sight. You can feel that this person looks pretty, and that's yeah. just all about the look. Mm -hmm. But for inner beauty, you have to you have to get to know them, mm -hmm. and you have to see whether this person is really nice from from the inside. I mean, yes. yeah. So uh, to me, that's two different things. Mm -hmm. And you know, sometimes when you meet someone that's really pretty, they're really good looking, but then they they are not that nice. Nice, yeah. yeah. And then the whole thing just like yeah. it collapses. Yeah. Wow. So, I so, can feel that. So yeah, it's it affects a lot. It's, mm -hmm. The the inner beauty affects a lot. But then, to be honest, mm -hmm. when you first meet someone, the the first thing that you that, that attracts you is the physical beauty first. Yes. Yeah, and then that's why we have to take care of ourselves all the time because mm -hmm. if you look good, if you look pretty, then people yeah. kind of like you from the first impression and then they will have time, will try to know you more and then that's when you get the chance for people to know you. So mm -hmm. that's why we always, have, we always have to take care of ourselves first, both inside out, I think. Wow, that's a very practical advice, I think. And ourselves is the very first person that we should take care of, like take good care of from the tiny thing in our life. Maybe stay hydrated, drink water, yeah, drink more maybe water. smile sleep more. more. <laughs> sleep more. And that's not only for other people to look at, it's also for yourself because mm -hmm. you feel more confident, you feel happy when you see yourself in the mirror and you look pretty, mm -hmm. you feel happy about it. 
It's yeah. not only for others, it's for yourself as well. That's right, for yourself first and for yeah. others to look maybe the second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for yourself first and to feel good is to look good. Yeah. Inside okay. and outside. Well, wow, that's that's very amazing. And I think this is also a message for the audience who are watching that just take care of yourself and showing yourself the ultimate respect. And that is when you attract what you deserve because you deserve the best. You just need to become the best version of yourself and then everything will come into the good place. So how about you take care of your inner self? Like when you're sad, when you're negative, how do When you do? I'm stressed, I usually listen to music. Cause mm -hmm. I don't know, it somehow makes me feel way better. And music also a way that I will use to change my feeling when I need to act in, in a movie. Yes. When, when I need the mood to, to feel, to act in the movie, I will listen to music. I'll listen to sad music when I need to feel sad. Ah. I'll, listen, I'll listen to happy music when I need to light my mood up. Yeah, something wow, like that. Wow, same. So I do the same. Lot, yeah. Nice. So, it's, you know, we have different ways of taking care of ourselves physically and mentally. So for those who are still insecure and who say, oh, I'm not pretty, or like, I cannot, I can never be as pretty as her, as pretty as I them. I got that feeling before. What Trust you me, say? you're not the only one. I felt that before too. Yes. I, I used to feel that I'm very ugly. And then, you know, there was like a wish, wish paper that yeah. you write in there mm -hmm. and then you put it in the bottle. I used to do that. I used wow. to write that I wish that I could become prettier. And then I did that because I was so insecure about myself back then. So mm -hmm. you're not the only one if you ever feel that before, but then you can change that. You're, you're the only one who yeah. can change that. And you're the only one who can make you feel prettier and look prettier. And that decision is in your hand. So please, first of all, believe in yourself. Second of all, take care of yourself and know that you're not alone. Everyone is pretty in their own ways. So you can see we consider a lot of things beautiful, maybe inside, maybe outside. And for me, one of the beautiful things is the time we spend at college. So now please move back to IFO on the go to continue to discover this university, the college time. And when we get back, we'll have a talk with Chizun Wu about her student life. Welcome back everyone, so here we are at the gymnasium where badminton and sepakterol take place. Is this place familiar to you? Yes, I have to come here like twice or three days a week to mm -hmm. practice, learn about my major. So this is a place where your major takes place, right? Yes, that's right. You know, I'm really curious about what is uh, what a day of a sports student is like? So can you tell us a little bit more about your daily schedule? Uh, in the morning, we will study according to our school schedule. Mm -hmm. And in the afternoon or in the evening, we will join some sport activities mm -hmm. like playing badminton, uh, running or go swimming or playing volleyball. And of course, I want to play badminton as well as Tianming, so I usually come here mm -hmm. to practice badminton. Right. I, I guess happiness really comes from the fact that you get to play with your friends, the one that you love, and also uh, your favorite sport as well. Yeah. All right, so this is the indoor space. I'm really curious what the outdoor space has to offer. So let's go and explore around. Shall we go? Hi, we're now at a 
gigantic complex stadium. I once heard a famous saying, um, it is regarding commitment, there are only two options, either you're in or you're out. And I think that uh, really portrays um, sport spirit. Uh, about the sportsmanship, uh, there are three kinds of elements. Uh, fairness, uh, respect for opponent, and greatness, even you winning or losing. Wow, that's amazing. Um, anyway, I really want to bring up another um, a myth that people often have. Like, people often have a prejudice that only um, the people who are good academically are smart. But I think um, physical intelligence is also a part of the um, eight types of intelligence. What do you think about this? Uh, I think it could be true. Like when we play sport, we have to move our body yeah. and we have to think in our mind like um, what we should do mm. next to win this uh, competition. Okay, so I, I, I suppose that it's really difficult to coordinate all the body parts yeah. to execute physical exercises, right? Um, probably that's the reason why a lot of um, prestigious universities in the world, such as uh, Harvard University or Yale University, uh, are ready to you know, give scholarships and straight admissions to those that have um, amazing sports achievements. You know, what is so amazing about sports is that it is always pushing people to go faster, stronger and higher as well. And Tu Ling, do you have any final advice for um, those would-be applicants for your university? Sure. Uh, when you want to enter to our school, you should prepare a good health and you should have uh, always have this, the serious attitude with your major. Uh, and with your, your spot you choose and be confident, that's all. So I suppose it is attitude, skill and knowledge, Com right? Yeah. It has been a wonderful journey with Tu Ling as my company. We have also taken a closer look at Buckning Sport University. I believe that it would be a great reference for um, sports enthusiasts who are not so sure of their future path and really want to go into a sport university. Guys, thank you so much for joining us and thank you to Ling so much for um, sharing such insightful information about your university. Now let's get back to the studio. Bye! Welcome back to I've Own Nali Show. We're here with Chi Zun Wu, our beautiful and talented actress. And now let's talk about your student life. Okay. So you spent maybe eight years in Thailand. Yeah, I spent eight years in Thailand. Oh, so what ดีค่ะค่ะยินดีที่ได้รู้จักนะคะอ๋อสวัสดีค่ะสวัสดีมากสวัสดีมากสวัสดีมากสวัสดีมากสวัสดีมากสวัสดีมากสวัสดีมาก
And only when I moved to to university, and yes. then I got more Thai friends, and mm -hmm. they, you know, they they're really nice. Yeah. They try to speak English to me because not all of them are from international school, so their English might not be good, but they yeah. try their best to speak English to me. But then wow. when they talk to each other, they speak Thai. Uh -huh. And that's when I want to know what they are talking about. So yeah. I started to learn Thai. And uh, I learned from uh, speaking first. Yes. I, I learned from, I asked them to teach me how to speak Thai first. And then mm -hmm. when I got to speak fluently, I, I, I came to Thai classes to learn how to write and how to read as well. Okay. So I only know Thai when I when I came to university. Yeah. Wow. So note taking, learn to speak first. <laughs> I think it's easier in friends. every language, right? Yeah. And if then you have like a friend in that language who's speaking that language, it mm -hmm. becomes easier for you. Yeah. Wow. So you moved to Thailand when you were a teenager. Yeah, I moved to Thailand when I was only fifteen. How 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 was that change? Like, how did you learn to adapt to a new environment and to learn to live there and to study there? When I moved to Thailand, there was no Vietnamese at all in mm -hmm. my school. So the only choice was to speak English. And my English was worse back then. And then they have to, my friends, they have to, to like correct me a lot on my pronunciations mm -hmm. and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then it's a good thing. It makes me, it, it, it makes my English better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And speaking of that, I was the only Vietnamese in the school. I think it's based on the, the classes we choose because mm. we get to choose classes because um, apart from math and physics and all that kind of stuff, we get to choose uh, extracurriculars. So yes. that's when we get to know each other more. Mm -hmm. And I got friends with some really nice people. Yeah. Okay, so note taking, join the extracurricular activities at school to find good friends. Well, <laughs> so, for me, I don't know if it applies to I, you too. Yeah, yeah, I think it applies the same to me as well. So how about university? Like you studied business, didn't you? Yeah, business. Because uh, actually I didn't know what to take when mm. I came to the university and my mom made some choice for me. Yeah. She was like, oh, okay, you can be a lawyer or <laughs> you can be an architect or you can be uh, a business person. The so, common goal of parents, Vietnamese <laughs> yeah, parents. Yeah, common parents. Yes. So I was like, okay, I really like drawing, but I don't like drawing with, with ruler. Mm -hmm. So I don't want architect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't like drawing with ruler. I really like freehand drawing. Yes, pass. And I'm not good with remembering, so I cannot be a lawyer. Pass. <laughs> so yeah, my only choice was to be in the business school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it just, yeah, if it makes you happy, I'll do it. Because I didn't really think of what I would be when I graduate yet. Yeah. So that's when I, I, I went into the business school. And then in the middle of the third year, I started to my, my career as a model. Mm -hmm. And then I act in some movies. Mm -hmm. And that's when I, I know what I want to be in the future. Wow. So, <laughs> so it's, it's kind of late, but it's better than nothing. Wow, that's right. It's never late to realize your passion and to follow your career. And maybe the major you follow during the college does not really match with your career but right it now. Me. It but it helped me. a lot. Yeah. How does it help you? Well, uh, <laughs> in kind of um, marketing, because yeah. you know, in international business management, you have to know everything about the business, mm. including marketing and PR and stuff like that. So when it comes to movies, mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, you have to make a, 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 an image of yourself. Yes. You know how to make it um, in the right way. Yeah. Yeah. And you also learn the way to market yourself as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. And I learned how to market myself. I don't know if I did a great job of that, but it helped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also um, the job as... Um, TVC model is also help in my my school, uh, my yeah. school work because like project, right? yeah, like some projects I have uh, like um, I have 
I get to know people mm -hmm. in real life through my jobs, and then I can ask them for help for, for schoolwork. Because yes. sometimes I have to interview them, and sometimes mm -hmm. I have to invite them for school events, or sometimes I have to ask for their experience in order to make their to complete my project in school. Uh -huh. yeah. So when you was a student, what was the most important thing to you? I don't, I don't know. I'm not a competi competitive person yes. because I, I, I don't know. I am not very good with competition. But then it's something worth to try. And I, de I decided to try in my last year at uh -huh. uni. So yeah, I joined a competition, a marketing competition with my team. Wow. And yeah, I didn't, I just joined for fun. I didn't expect that, but I won the award. And it's something that I, I really appreciate myself for, for taking the chance to do that because I never know I could do that, yeah. So I think learning the university helps us to like pursue things at the, until the end. And that yeah. is the persistence we need in our work as well. Wow, so about for the advice for those who are students who are still trying to balance their work life, what would be your piece of advice for the students watching? I think the thing that I regret the most is uh, was um, I should participate in, in extracurricular earlier at uni mm. and I should participate in competition earlier because it's it's not a matter whether you win or not. It is It doesn't matter. It just, you'll have a lot of memories with that yes. and you'll regret later because I think that um, for working people like us, uni yeah. and, and school time was the best time yes. in our life. So. Mm -hmm. Try everything you can back then because that's when you still have time. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, in Vietnamese quote, they say, Thời gian đã đi qua là thời gian đẹp nhất. The time that is gone is still the best time. So please enjoy while it lasts. The college time is the best. And sometimes maybe you can romanticize your college life because who knows, that will be one of the best lives ever. Yes, and college time is the most rewarding time and also the most challenging time. How about we take on the challenge? In this I've owned Alicia with a challenge for Chi Zunbu. Let's get started. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. We're ready? Nung Song Sap. I've owned challenge. Yay! <laughs> okay, so here comes the challenge. I love this challenge. Um, the production crew will hand me um, the earphone. This is earphone challenge. And we're gonna take turn, put okay. on the earphone, and just based on the mouth and the facial expression to guess what the actual word is, like the keyword. So Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> you're gonna do first. You're gonna put it on the headphone first. All right, okay. All right. Let's get started. Oh my god. Can you hear me? Okay. Do it. Not my circus. Is it? It's a six words. Six, six words. words. Six yes, words. six words. Six or seven? Six. 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 Is it Vietnamese or? English. 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 Yes. That's right. Six words. Not my circus. Circus. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. Can we do? Can we have some acting? Can we have some acting? Not. No. Not. No. Not. N not. Not my, my. Not my. Circus. <laughs> Fun. Cir circus. Circus. Let's do it too at the feet. Dancing. Circus. Okay. Not. Not my. My monkeys. Not my monkeys. Yes, that's right. Not my. Not my monkeys. Not my circus. 
Reverse it. Not my Not my Not my monkey. monkey. Yay! <laughs> All right. 2022. Sway. 20. Sway. 22. <laughs> Sway, is it? Sway. Is it Vietnamese? Uh, English. 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 20. How many words? Um, three. Three. Two words. Three words. Okay. 20. Sway. 20. Swing. Two. Swing two. 2022. 20. 20. 20. Swing. 20. 20. 20. 20 swing two two yeah 20 swing two no 20 22 swing 22 20 20 20 22 20 22 all right oh right. you know this go go sister go 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 sister 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 i think i think i think okay. please Go, go, sister, 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 sister. <laughs> ah, go, go, sister. Yeah, that's right. Eight words. Vietnamese. Mm. Eight words. Muốn, 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 มวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนมวนม
scream. We always scream. We all scream. I scream. I scream. We all scream. For ice cream. Ice cream. For I'm O'Nelly Show. For ice cream. I'm for ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. You scream. We all scream. For ice cream. Last today, um, I love talking to you so much. I love you, love and now, you. oh, the more I talk to you, the more I love you. And I really respect your contribution to the acting um, professional you. world. And I hope that your endeavor in the future just be successful. And I, I will come to this. Uh, I will visit the cinema to watch all of your movies. So you have one ticket. Promise. Promise, promise, and also a lot of audience from IFO and every show. Yeah, okay. Um, thank you for inviting me, for having me today, and thank you for watching the show. Mm. I really enjoyed the show today. Mm, that's amazing. So I hope that we just give you a shot of positivity and also like believe in yourself and um, believe to like, you know, pursue your career. And the final words. Thank you so much, and this is I'm Onali Show, and give it up for Zunbu. the lights we're gonna lose our mic tonight what's the dealio i love when it's all too much 5am turn the radio up where's the rock and roll party crash your panty snatcher call me off if you are gangster don't be fancy just get dancy why so serious so raise your class if you are wrong In all the right ways All my underdogs We will never be, never be anything but loud And needy, greedy, dirty little freaks Won't you come on and come on and raise your class Come on and come on and raise your class Slam, all hot damn What part of party don't you understand? Wish you just freak out Can't stop coming in hot I should be locked up right on the spot It's so on right now Party crash your panty snatcher Call me off if you are gangster Don't be fancy, just get dancy Why so serious? So raise your class if you are wrong In all the right ways, all my underdogs We will never be, never be anything but loud And needy, greedy, dirty little freaks Won't you come on and come on and raise your class Come on and come on and raise your class Won't you come on and come on and raise your class just come on and come on and raise your class Mmm, I feel nightly show, it's a new season Hello, if you're too school for cool And you're treated like a fool You can choose to let it go 
We can always, we can always party on our own. So raise your, so raise your glass if you are wrong. You know the right ways. All my underdogs, we will never be, never be anything but loud and needy, greedy, dirty little freaks. So raise your glass if you are wrong. You know the right ways. All my Dogs, we will never be, never be anything but loud and needy, greedy, dirty little freaks. Won't you come on and come on and raise your class? Come on and come on and raise your class. Won't you come on and come on and raise your class? Just come on and come on and raise your class. You caught me catching a power nap. Ugh. But in my defense, I really do need a nap because I'm restoring my energy, recharging, because I'm gonna need that energy for the guests that we'll have on this episode. It's Wednesday again, we'll have an influential figure and I'm sure she'll bring to us not only energy, but chaos. Who am I speaking about? Let's come up and find out. Hi everyone, my name is Ang Fook. I'm currently writing uh, some news. I'm a journalist and also a content creator. Uh, to describe myself in three words, I'm gonna say hustle, super hustle, and extremely hustle. So welcome to the chaotic life of mine. Come 
It's a lovely Wednesday. It's very bright out, and I think uh, why not bring some more light into this room even? So with me right now is a very bright personality, and her name is Ang Fung. So Ang Fung, I've followed you for quite a while now, and I've known of you as somebody who has this radiant energy. Thank that you. Just graces our screen. Tell every me more time. about that. <laughs> <laughs> every time I press onto your channel, I feel this this unstoppable energy and it flows out of the screen so effortlessly. And I know that your YouTube channel has been in the works since mm. 2017. Right. Was it your intention, your original intention, for this to grow to be such a big platform and such a, uh, a channel to spread positivity? Of course not. I started it as a hobby and it's still mm -hmm. now. I still love doing videos, but uh, when I started, I usually do beauty content. Mm -hmm. So my name was Let's Play Makeup, mm -hmm. as you may know on my Instagram. But uh, after like two years, I've started to think that I can do more besides mm -hmm. beauty. So I changed the name into An Fu, just like my name and my content is just about me, about what I like. And mm -hmm. because it's my hobby, so it's kind of easy to just be on the screen and to share my daily life, to share what I believe in, to share my fun stories, yeah. Let's go a bit to uh, that name, Let's mm. Play Makeup. So I, I, I find it very interesting, like the, the words mm. put together, yeah. play and makeup. So usually when I imagine the image of a beauty guru, when I imagine makeup, it's not usually something you use to entertain with. Know, so like right? the word play it doesn't come to mind when you mention makeup, right? I know. What was your thought process in naming yourself like that? <laughs> it, was, it, it was a random thought process. I was uh -huh. in the shower. Oh. I thought of um, the name that I should uh, name myself after. And mm. uh, I thought the word play is a naughty word. Mm. And I just want to have fun, so <laughs> play it is. And then with makeup, it just reflects my passion for beauty. So I have less play makeup. It, if it was play makeup, then it's got, gonna be fun, fun. right? Oh, yeah. okay. But if I put the word let's, then let's mm. play makeup. It's, so en uh, it's entertaining and it's just, it sparks joy to me. So mm. I uh, went after the name, yeah, after I shower. Just like that. Very cool, very <laughs> cool origin story. And uh, oh, I know what reminds me of Let's Play Makeup, so you know the phrase dodo hang in yeah, Vietnamese. Yeah, I know. Right? I usually right? just tell my friends that, um, hey, get me fab. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dodo hang, get me fab. Yeah. Right? Just enjoy it in yeah, a very true. almost like childlike way. Like, yeah. I, I find your excitement about things so so genuine so and, and it's almost childlike and you have this very contagious energy because it's from a very real place yeah true um thank so you you're well you're very welcome <laughs> i'm i'm sure a lot of your followers are very grateful to mm -hmm. your energy too so uh like you've explained now your channel has expanded beyond just makeup right yeah. it's become something that uh, showcases your lifestyle too so can you tell me a little bit about that shift from makeup to more it just um, like it is an obvious decision that I had to make for myself because mm -hmm. uh, since the beginning I usually do beauty content, mm -hmm. but because I love to entertain people, so uh, in between my beauty content I usually mm -hmm. do challenge. I usually like vlog about my daily life, and it seems like people love that kind of content. Mm -hmm. So after a while, I think that it should be expand it into something more lifestyle. And in mm -hmm. order for people to uh, recognize my channel as a lifestyle channel, I mm -hmm. should name it Anfung just like it is now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, 
just like I said, it is my hobby. So I feel like um, if I have fun creating all the content, people mm. will also feel the genuinity in my content and mm. they have fun with me too. That's why they follow me. Mm. I heard you mention your followers. Mm. Like I, I feel like you are somebody who is very aware and very in tune with the needs and also like the likes of, of your followers. So you explained partially the reason why you kind of like re-navigated mm. towards like lifestyle content is because your followers you feel like your followers enjoy that of course and mm. uh, because it was a hobby and it is still a hobby like i said but it is had it has grown into a profession mm. and um in this career you have to be like um to be aware of all the factors that may help your business grow it is mm. a business so mm. i think um i i and it's fair to care about what other things about my content. So, yeah, I choose to do. I, I feel like every channel or every um, business that starts from like a point of fun, mm. like you, you started off just really enjoying it and then you grow it into a full on business. Like there is a constant balancing act that needs to be performed. Like mm. you have to enjoy it find a way to make it your own, but also kind of like balance the, the commercial aspects of it. So it's another it... story. It's a long story, actually, uh -huh. because when I started, this was not really a profession. There mm. was not any like there's not much of endorsement. There's mm. not much of commercial that goes in between the content. Mm. But like for now, um, mm. it has become a job and lots of brands are reaching out to me. And mm. I'm, I'm so thankful for the opportunity. It is difficult to balance um, the commercial aspects, the entertaining aspects and just my joy when I do the video. So I'm struggling every day and I'm struggling until mm. now. Like balance to me is a luxury concept. Mm. And, it, it, and sometimes it mm. is an unrealistic concept actually yeah so I just tried my best I will uh, try to collaborate with brands I truly love and talk about them passionately mm -hmm. because I love them and I hope that um, from the genuinity that I have people the followers will also love the brand just as much as I do ah. yeah I, I love the fact that you consider balance a luxury mm. because I, I think that is a very healthy way to consider yeah. balance because I think balance is a point that you strike but you usually go like within a range from mm. that balance. You don't maintain a course of balance of constantly, course. right? And I never feel balance in my life actually. Oh. I used to seek balance uh -huh. just like everyone. Balance to me is something that we should, we should seek in life. Mm. But um, as I've grown older and I've been doing this for like four years, mm -hmm. it's very difficult. And I, from now, I would say it's unrealistic. Mm -hmm. And it put unnecessary pressure yeah. on me too. So okay. yeah, just feel like, I, I just encourage all the content creators out there just to not seek balance anymore. Just mm -hmm. enjoy the process of dealing with brands, enjoy the process of creating content, and enjoy the process of just getting people to uh, be inspired mm -hmm. uh, when they watch the content. I love how this season is bringing to us a lot of, you know, a lot of viewpoints mm. on balance because some of our guests have really tried to find, seek more inner balance in their life. And then there's Ang Fu just embracing the chaos, just, <laughs> you know, know, embodying that, that mess and just being, having fun with yeah, it. Yeah, true that. But I think both philosophies come to this middle point of mm. just, you know, living in the moment and enjoying True. reality, right? True that. I genuinely believe that social media is a great way to get connected. It's not only just a platform to showcase your talents or your, mm. your what you have, right? It's also a very real way to connect with people. So I'm sure because Ang Fung has such a 
wide and 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 large followers base. Uh, what is your favorite memory of being connected to your followers through one of those social medias? The memory that I had is not really on social media, but thanks mm. to social media, I had the opportunity to meet with the followers, and he was like uh, waiting for me at the event. Ah. I announced that I would be at the event at uh, ABC time, XZ venue, mm. and he was there to wait for me. And after the event, he like politely came to me, and then he gave me um, like many bags of bandeng rice oh, paper. Rice and paper. He he was like. <laughs> I think you would love it because um, I, I like he followed me for such a while, uh -huh. and then he know that I love mandarin so much. So oh, he bought wow. like different packs of mandarin for me, different <gasps> flavors, and I was like, "Oh my god, thank you! This is the most precious gift ever!" And mm. yeah, really appreciate. From makeup hole to mandarin hole. I know, right? I know. That, <laughs> you, should, you should have done like a video, like swatching those mandarin, like tasting. I had one. Oh really? <laughs> and it was it went well to me. Ah. <laughs> Okay, so within five years time from now, mm. where do you see yourself and your channel? Would you still be doing YouTube? Do you still want to expand your YouTube empire, kind of? Or would you see yourself doing something different and I, completely removed from makeup? Because I usually live for the moment. Mm -hmm. I do not really have plans in five years. Mm -hmm. I just hope that in five years, I still have the joy in doing YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like for every occupation, for everything, I would only pursue it if I feel the joy uh -huh. doing so. So in five years, I hope that I still have the fire in me. Mm -hmm. And um, or else I think I would be back to school. Oh. Or maybe may get married or something. Oh, but nice. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just hope for the best. So uh -huh. um, yeah. Okay, so uh, we would be here watching you as you, you know either get married go back to school continue youtube okay. because you know we love you so much and we love the energy that is being brought to our set here today ifo season eight but now let's take a quick break and visit on the go next on ifo nightly show hi and hello to our beloved audience Hello, my name is Nguyen, you can call me Huyen or Hapur, my English name. I'm currently a sophomore at British University Vietnam and I'm so delighted to become the new host of IFO On The Go Season 8. Upcoming journey together to many different universities across Vietnam. Nice to meet you all. Cheers! and hello to our beloved audience. Welcome back to another episode of IFO On The Go Season 8. My name is Nhu Huyen and I'll gladly be your host for IFO On The Go this season. And um, when I was younger, my dream was to become a famous TV news anchor who's gonna appear beautifully on the television and deliver important and interesting news to my audience. And when I did my research about my dream career, I always see um, a search result, a very famous and reliable school to receive proper training on media and press and culture. And here I am on the bustling street of Sun Thuy, 
at Academy of Journalism and Communication. And today uh, will be joined with me, Miss, uh, a very beautiful student of AJC. Hello, everyone. Uh, tell me, what's your name? Uh, my name is Hien, and my major is Television Journalism of AJC. Oh, so uh, today, are you free? Can you guide us through uh, the beautiful campus of AJC? Of course. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's okay. a lot of funny things we should explore right now. Okay, let's go. What major are you studying and um, why did you choose that major? My major is uh, television journalism Ooh, and now wow. I am a junior. Mm. Uh, the reason why I choose this kind of field is because I love to be a news anchor mm. and want to spread my voice in every corner of Vietnam. <laughs> wow, you have a really nice voice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. and. Um, uh, it's a very beautiful school, it's very famous and prestigious, but like as a student of AGC, what's one thing that you're most proud of? Um, when we were asked this kind of question, uh, the first thing comes to my mind is this school is the birthplace of many famous MC, news anchor and journalists such as MC Ngoc Ching, Hoàng Dương from VTV1 wow. and the uh, journalist of a very first, uh, a very famous one like Bác Hải Đăng, you must know, right? Oh yeah, I know all of them. Yeah, They're actually very famous. Uh, any interesting thing you, you want to share with us about your school? Um, we have a lot of activities uh, that uh, can expose us to the real working environment and we uh, the school have uh, created a subject for every single classes and that subject is kind of like a trip to other foundation in another city and okay. we come to there and watch them and to know how the working system uh, was going on. It's like occupational training, like on-the-job training. And um, I've also heard of another nickname for AJC, your school, is the Event University because there are a lot of events going on all year round. Is that true? Yeah, it's, it's definitely kind of fact of, of my school, but uh, it's not all year round. Mm -hmm. uh, especially this is the season of event in our mm -hmm. school because the student, the new student coming to our school and we have a series of uh, welcome event for them. Okay. So that's the first part of our conversation and our journey today at AJC. And now, let's get back to the studio with Chị An Phương and Chị Thảo Tâm. Ta đều sinh ra với những số phận khác nhau Những cái nghe muốn vươn mình trước trời gió đầy khát khao Và chẳng cần cậu phải nói một lời nào Mình vẫn cảm nhận được một trái tim đầy hoài bão Háo hức và nôn nao
Welcome back, all of you from On The Go with Nhu Huy. And now we just heard a bit about, you know, professional journalist training. And uh, I heard that Ang Fu, not only a, a socialite, not only a beauty blogger, but also a journalist. <laughs> This is yeah. something I just found out today on set, even though I followed you for quite a time. So can you tell me a little bit about, you know, your work as a journalist? From to, and to this day, I feel very surreal. Oh. when I dress myself as a journalist because mm. I don't think that I have done much for mm. the publisher but <laughs> yeah, I really I really love the job and um, it came as a surprise to me actually because mm. I graduated in a communication major not mm. journalism but when my mom um, encouraged me to take a training course in um, journalism at Vietnam News the mm. publisher where I work at now um, I felt like I could do it Mm-hmm. And just a feeling of being able to do something that I didn't think I could be able to do just <laughs> really motivate me. Uh-huh. And um, I've been doing it for four years now, I think. Oh. Three to four years. Yeah, I do full-time YouTube and also do full-time journalism. Wow. Really embracing the chaos here, just like jumping <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> Between balance. personas, balance. no balance. Just, yeah, no balance. No balance. No but balance. still, but still, I'm trying to exercise. Uh-huh. Like I, mm. I, if I feel stressed, I will go exercise or hit the gym. I will mm. pole dancing. Uh-huh. I will do Pilates mm-hmm. just to feel like I still have a life. <laughs> She still has a life. Yeah, I still Outside have a life. All of that living. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, um, a part of the season, a very big part of the season, is just finding the philosophy behind the work, like backstage, mm. within the lives of all of our guests, and. Like, I know that you are living in the moment and you love embracing the chaos. I do spend like, how many hours per day to work? I think 12? No, 15 hours per day to work. Oh, And wow. then the rest, I will hit the gym or I sleep. Mm. So it's quite tiring actually. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I feel very tired most of the time. But mm-hmm. because I still find the joy doing mm. what I love. So I just kept doing that. And because I accept the fact that um, Blogging is my job, and journalist is also my job. Then I think when I accept it already, I just have to pursue it, or else other people who count on me would be like mm-hmm. in trouble, or they would not be very happy about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go back to journalism a bit. Mm. So currently, uh, you're writing for Vietnam News, a very, mm. uh, very um, distinguished mm. publisher. So what? Are you writing about like what is your current like area of, of publishing? Um, I usually cover domestic news mm-hmm. and domestic. Um, societal news mm-hmm. and whatever my boss gave me, then I uh-huh. had to do it. Like for today, before coming into the show, I just had to finish a piece on um, draft fish okay. exports. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. and its potential. Um, to grow in 2022. Ah. And yesterday, I was writing a piece about organic pepper mm-hmm. and uh, how they're going to be exported with high value. Mm. And the other day, I, used, I, I wrote about COVID oh. and um, how people in Ho Chi Minh City uh, were going to get the third shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's... It's a, it's a lot. Like, it's a uh, wide array of topics. Yeah. But I love this because like, I've always seen Ang Fung as a person who is very multifunctional. Like yeah. You can do anything that you set your heart to. So yeah. like, I, I think that just occurs naturally to me that you can do that for journalism mm. as well. 
it was difficult for me at first because mm -hmm. I do not like really enjoy until this day. I do not really enjoy reading newspapers, oh. like serious newspapers. Like, mm -hmm. but um, as I got the opportunity to write about the pieces I do not really know about, then mm -hmm. I learned a lot. Like, mm -hmm. because in in order to write a good piece, I need to have certain background information about that, mm -hmm. and uh, the job requires requires me to always do research. Yeah, and uh, from that passive studying. Is it passively? I think studying? it's very active no, learning, no, no. actually. <laughs> yeah, you, you can put that in that way. But like for me, um, having the opportunity to force myself to read news every day and mm -hmm. to do research on the topic that I usually write about, then I've learned a lot as a person. Mm -hmm. I, I'm very grateful for being able to know a little bit about the social media industry mm -hmm. and um, a lot about like what is going on with the world, what mm -hmm. is going on with Vietnam, and mm -hmm. that makes me feel grounded. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I, I would say um, this this process of learning and continuous research grounds you. It anchors you to yeah. reality, and I think it's it's something that definitely help is helpful with you know the working in the artistic industry because like they we usually see uh, the art biz as something very dreamy and it's, yeah. it's drifting away from reality, right? Yeah. So, do you see any overlap in your journalistic work and your beauty work? There is overlap, of course, but um, because I treat the two jobs like differently, so mm. I do not really um, use a skill of one job mm. for another. Uh -huh. Like the, for my content, I usually use analytical skill, which I've learned from journalism, and I use that to create, to develop more meaningful content on my mm. platform. But because writing and like being on the camera yep. for the yep. creative content is a two different story. When That's you write true. the news, you have to be like, very factual, mm -hmm. have to stick to the fact, no opinion, no one whatsoever, but for the content aspect, I can bring more about myself. So it's kind of different. Uh -huh. It can be overlapping, but like for me, because I treat them differently, so uh, yeah. I, I find it's okay to do both of them at the same time. Uh -huh. um, the pieces that I write mm -hmm. for my newspapers, like I said, has to be mm -hmm. factual. There's, not, there's no me inside, but still, my style of writing is mm -hmm. still there. But because I know that there's a limit, um, mm -hmm when about expressing myself in one piece of article, mm -hmm. then I know where to stop. Mm -hmm. But for me, the Ang Fung on the camera, I like going the all out. The gates are I open. Know. <laughs> I know, but it's still the same because for both occupations, I'm very professional. I try mm -hmm. to keep it very professional mm -hmm. and very clean so that other people, like I said, um, like for my content creating um, job, I still mm -hmm. have my assistants, I still have my friends. Yeah. So I have to deliver a certain um, Standard, yeah. Mm -hmm. And for my um, newspapers job, I still have my boss like right there. So <laughs> of course, of course. I, I try to not um, bring troubles to other people who are needing me at that moment. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that is it mm. for our second talk. I am more than curious about you know what went into creating this 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 girl that you know is so bright and is so capable so so chaotic so chaotic so so chaotic <laughs> and i always believe everything traces back to you know childhood mm. and almost everything can be traced back to education that mm. is my firm belief and that is also the belief of season eight right so we'll take a quick break and we'll go to on the go once again before we go back to visit Eng Fung's student life cool Hi, 
uh, our beloved audience and hi chị Thảo Tâm and chị An Phương. Me and Miss Hien are here at the newest campus building of AJC. Do you have any fun facts about this very beautiful building that you want to share with us? So this building is kind of like a newbie building in our school. Mm. Uh, it just have rebuilt mm. in two years. Two okay. years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Mm. And yeah, it's the newbie. So everything in here just new. Mm. Okay, it, it does look very new compared to the like 60 years old other buildings on campus. Uh, okay, now let's get back to our conversation. Yeah. You want to sit down? Yes, okay. I'm so tired <laughs> right now. Okay, so um, like outside of your academic classes at AJC, do you usually participate in like any extracurricular activities like volunteering, community service and stuff? Yeah, I, I have been in many voluntary programs mm. uh, and we have two main uh, programs uh, in a year, mm. which is a green summer and warm winter. I think this is a good opportunity for the teachers and the communist uh, youth unions of AGC to help other uh, families and students who have difficulties in the border area of Vietnam. We give them clothes, uh, donate uh, um, clothes, books, okay. and and so on. And okay. Yeah. All the like necessities. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And do you think that those extracurricular activities uh, combined with your main classes are like doing a good job of preparing you and other AJC students for uh, life after graduation, like the career world? Yeah, of course, because uh, we have a lot of activities to experience the real work and mm. it's really helpful mm. for our job, especially me, my major, uh, to, be a, to be working in some radio and television station, we need mm. a lot of real experience. Mm. Right, exactly. So you've been here at AJC for like three years, right? Mm. Yeah. And you seem like a very proactive student who is like active in class and who participates in a lot of extracurricular activities. So I think you'll be in a good position to give our audience, especially uh, those students who are interested in the same major as you or in AJC as a whole, do you have any advice for them? Well, before you get into our school, mm. uh, be sure that you know what you like and no, be sure like. that you take a deep uh, understanding, find uh, research and, and into this um, major. Mm. And yeah, and don't, don't be shy just, and don't be hesitate to mm. ask. Mm. Uh, if you want to, to um, find more uh, deeper ma uh, information from our major, just ask us. Mm. You can find us in the reaction and comment section in the fan page of AGC. Okay, We're nice. nearly everywhere. <laughs> so uh, to sum up, your advice is like to be, to, to know themselves and to be very confident and to not be hesitant to ask for the advice of um, 
of students like you, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. And now back to the studio with Chị Thảo Tâm and Chị An Phương. Welcome back. And now, uh, this is probably the most anticipated talk of out of all three of the talks because we get to see the student life of Ang Fu. So awesome. you told me behind the scenes that you are most excited for this talk also. Yeah, because I um, haven't been really able to share about my student's life at, ah. like elsewhere. So it's my opportunity to share my unique experiences to ah. uh, the viewers. So. I, I'm sure if I just let you take it away, you can just talk for another <laughs> 30 minutes. Please ask, right? please ask. Okay, but I will have some questions. Okay. So I know that you're a journalist now, mm. but you used to take communication. You used to study as communication as your major. Yeah. So I do see that there is a gap between communication and journalism. Like, although there, there could be a connection, but there's still a big gap. So can you tell me why you chose to learn communication and then go into journalism? Yeah, I, just like I told you, um, the journalism job came to me as a surprise and uh -huh. I still feel surreal until this day because my major was communication and I was studying in Singapore oh. for three years. I uh, did take some classes on um, journalism, but mm -hmm. most of them were communication, mass communication, mm -hmm. media about... Um, and. Uh, I do took some psychology classes and oh. it, it was very fun. So my university life was very like dynamic. I've got uh. to experience lots of um, like classes, just like I told you, mm -hmm. and then I um, was able to work as well. So yeah. I can see the connection from you know even though like there's a gap, but I can still see a very clear connection mm. to uh, from your university uh, studies to your current work. Yeah. But okay, let's just you know forget about all that academic stuff. Tell yeah. me about the fun stuff. Tell me about your time in Singapore. Okay, I spent three years in Singapore mm. and um, during that time I worked a lot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because the fee, the school fee was relatively high. Oh. So I thought that it would be best if I um, take some like part-time jobs to help my mom. Mm. And uh, I did three jobs back in Singapore. The first one was a um, cafe waitress. Oh. The second one was a banquet server for weddings. Oh. And the last job, and, the, and that is the most memorable one. I was a game host for party companies for children. Oh! <laughs> game host? I, yeah. As in like a party MC? Like yeah. A, and I host children. <laughs> oh wow! Can and you give us a bit of an impression of that time? Can you can you give us like a okay. little snippet? So uh, for the game host job, I, it was like my friend's invitation. Like my friend saw me that I could do it. I'm loud. I have the um, ability to just um, like cheer up the crowd. Yeah, so, the uh, energy. Yeah. So uh, she was like asking me to join her um, to the company and. Uh, I usually that did like three parties per, per week. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> parties for kids. Parties Children's for kids. birthday? Yeah. Okay. So uh, my company would send me to um, like three locations or four locations ah. uh, per week. And uh, I've got to meet a lot of people and ah. then um, really understand the culture, really understand the people because each family in Singapore is so different from each other mm -hmm. based on their um, Ethnicity. Yeah, and true that. Yeah, I usually so. play games with them. I usually cut like birthday cake, and then um, I do the decoration as well. It's like ah. a package. That that is. <laughs> this is so much information, but it's yeah. so fun. Okay, I, I see that you've really embraced again, once again. You've been embracing that time in Singapore wholeheartedly. Yeah. But I'm sure 
being away from home and mm. studying in a foreign country has its ups and downs too. Was it a difficult time for you? No, it was the best half of my life. No, it was the best half of my life. Oh. Even though I was very tired most of the time uh -huh. because of school and because of part-time job, uh -huh. but, but I just love being on my own. Oh, I right. love the feeling of just exploring the city. I love the feeling of just um, like after school, uh, riding the bus home and then looking mm -hmm. outside, feeling like I'm a waitress. Oh, so sorry, <laughs> feeling like I'm an actress. Sorry, <laughs> an actress. Yeah. And just, it was the best time. Yeah, just the fact that I'm, I'm able to do whatever I like at any time that I want mm. is the best. And I found that my jobs in Singapore was were kind of unique, mm -hmm. I think. It is. It is very unique. Not only yeah. for Singapore, but I'm, I'm sure that's like unique across like <laughs> everybody who has worked a part time ever. Yeah. Uh, so I've always, as you can see, I've tried to strike like contemplative moments during our talks. <laughs> but you keep on giving me energy. I I want to ask if you were sad when mm. you came back to Vietnam. Then I'm trying to find that I'm sad. So sad. Spot. <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I love here. I love like I love yeah. the city. I mm. just love being around with my close friends and my family. Yeah. But like in like because I'm living with my mom, I have some uh, uh, like curtain restrictions. Yeah, restrictions. I know, I know. And the the job here is more stressful. Ah, like the life right. now is more stressful compared to when I was in Singapore because I love money. I love money now, <laughs> but the fact that I'm trying to earn money when I was in Singapore was just for food, was yeah. just for um, the. Um, the apartment that mm -hmm. I, I rented, the the like money to me back then was more simple. Yeah, compared to now. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so now I feel more. Now you gotta make a life, a career. Yeah, a career. I yeah. know, I know, so stressful. <laughs> so um, yeah, student life was the best time for me, and mm. because Singapore to me is um like competitive culture, very mm. competitive. So right. I felt very motivated to mm. um, learn, and I thought that. I was good. I was good at studying and my friends in Singapore, they mm -hmm. called me a dictionary, a moving dictionary oh. because of the information, uh, because of the amount of information I can obtain mm -hmm. in just a few hours. I really love studying. Mm -hmm. Not a nerd. Not a nerd, but I, I just love studying. I think being a nerd is a good thing. <laughs> I, I myself am a nerd. But still, <laughs> but yeah, well, we all love studying then. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Um, last question. If you could go back, would you? Of course. That was a spare question. Like, <laughs> if you would go back, definitely you would, but mm. would you change anything about your student life had you gone back? No. Not even your major, so no. that it would align more? Like, I'm oh. the one person who will never regret about mm -hmm. any decision that I made in life. Mm -hmm. Once I uh, made one decision, whether it's good or bad, it's all a lesson in life. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate all lessons in life because uh -huh. it helped me grow like more dynamic as a person. Mm. So I would never change a thing. Similar to my life now, even though I find it chaotic, even though I am stressed most of the time <laughs> and there's no balance in life, I would never change anything about it too mm -hmm. because it's all lessons in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you so much for you know letting us look take a look into not only your student life but your philosophy and mm. then your current work, all sides of it and just letting us be a part of the chaos, even just for a moment, <laughs> even just for this one episode. But it's been really, really inspiring to me and I'm sure to our viewers because I adore your energy. And 
I truly believe you do what you do because you love it and mm. you see good in it. And that in itself is already a gift, not only to your own person, but also to the people who receive the, the work that you do. And that's it. That is our deep dive into Ang Pung's life. Stay tuned, stay right there because I have a very challenging challenge up for you. I think this is going to be my favorite challenge in this entire season. Okay. But I... we'll go and visit the streets outside uh, right now on on the go and see if we can find uh, some delicacies to eat around uh, the Academy of Journalism. Welcome back. We've just wandered around Chotsang and there are really fascinating things going on. And now we've arrived at this iconic food stall uh, for almost every university student in the Sunti area, right? Miss right, Yen? yeah. And this food stall sold uh, mostly Korean food, oh, which Korean. are pretty cheap for students. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's why it's famous. So I'm very hungry right now, it's lunchtime. So should we try out this restaurant? Yeah, let's get started. Okay, <laughs> let's go. So delicious. So while we eating, I want to get back to the conversation yeah. about AJC. There's still uh, something that I, I want to ask you. Um, there are a lot of myths going on around AJC students. You can eat while we talk. Okay. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> Do you think that all AJC students are like pro communicators, very good at public speaking, very outgoing and stuff? Um, like, do all AJC students like that? Like you? Mm, well, it depends on what major you are. Mm. Uh, in my major, is. It's okay, it's quite right because we have to communicate a lot and so speaking skill is fundamental. Hmm. And if we have a good speaking skill, we would have a better conversation to take better right. and deeper informations right. yeah. from yeah, from the news and from the results. Yeah. And but uh, many other um, majors us uh, for example academic uh, research. academic research, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, good and need this skills yeah really makes much. sense yeah so that myth is kind of half true and half not true yeah 50 -50. it depends on the major right yeah 50 50 mm. right very popular myth mm -hmm. and today we've debunked them okay so today we've got to know ajc and their many interesting features and thank you very much miss hian our very beautiful guest today for uh, joining us on our journey, leading us on like a food tour, 
in Sondui area. And uh, audience, please stay tuned for the next episode of IELTS Face Off and IELTS On The Go. And I am Yu Huyen, and I'm gladly your host on IFO Season 8. Bye-bye and see you again. Welcome back to IFO Challenge and I have just a challenge for you. So, because you've disclosed to me and our viewers that you used to be a party MC for children. I know it! You accidentally <laughs> told me that secret. So now, let's pretend this camera is, you know, the, the crowd. The, the crowd of children looking up to you adoringly and you are once again the MC of Lil Tao Tam 3 years old birthday party. So, I would like you to present to yourself as the MC. What, three, two, one, go! Okay, it's been a while so I must have forgotten a lot of it but I usually went like, Hi guys, I'm Jean. Jean is my English name by the way. I'm gonna be your game host for today and let's play a game together, okay? Ah. Okay, that went like that first and then what time is it, Mr. Wolf? It's a game that we're about to play today and who knows how to play? Me! <laughs> So, let's roll. It's gonna be very easy, but please be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't your job to tell children not to fall? Yeah. Oh. Safety. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's pretend we played the game, and after the game is finished, what do you say next? Oh, good job, everyone. You did such a wonderful job today. Now let's go and eat something together, okay? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> challenge completed. Even though it's a very short challenge, I love this challenge. I usually, I usually um, speak in a higher pitch when oh. I uh, play games with children, so that they, I got their attention, and then um, their parents like they, they like me more when ah. I'm passionate like that. Mm -hmm. It's just a tactic. Okay, thank you so thank much, you. and that has been Angfeng for IFO Challenge. Yay! So. That is it. That is the episode. I feel so energized right now, even though we had a, quite a long talk. But still, I feel so passionate. I just want to <laughs> jump up and do something. And like, what time is it, Mr. Wong? <laughs> I might. I okay. might because I'm that energetic right now. Okay. So we've gotten to see Ang Fung of the present, the philosophy around and behind Ang Fung of the present, and also we got to see the energetic side Ooh. of student life, Ang Fung. And I see that permeating through your entire existence as of, as of this point okay. is this philosophy of just embracing everything that, that is handed to you yeah. and just like living in the chaos, but really embracing the chaos. Mm. Really true to the sentence, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade, right? Yeah. And I'm sure that everybody has uh, been thoroughly inspired by all that you've said. But if you can give our audience uh, a final parting remark, what would you say? I would say let's all embrace the chaos in life and mm -hmm. have fun, but with safety, of course. <laughs> Just have fun with life and live for the moment. I think mm -hmm. that is um, going to be my message I want to uh, offer today. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us for IFO Nightly Show Season 8, Viva Student Life. And we hope to see you once again on the show. And I hope to hang out with you more because this has been so fun. So thank you so thank much you. for joining us for another episode. And we'll hope to see you again very soon. Bye! Bye-bye!
kiểu uh, nếu mà chị muốn nói lực cuối với lại khán giả là chị nói cái gì vâng rồi à, vô luôn nè à. từ từ máy không vậy 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 rồi vậy rồi em, em có nói đi rồi ý là có nói hết hết giờ mình mình vô đi có thể chơi game thì cũng cắt mà chị làm chị em cũng nói hả hay là như thế nào em em nói ờ em nói đi rồi xong rồi em sẽ giới thiệu chị xong rồi chị nói là hello mọi người ủa chị phải nói gì ạ nói chị sẽ nói là it's gonna be a fun episode nha us Wednesday VTV7 exclusively and at 9pm okay see you usually call me Haley. At the moment, I do modeling and I have two businesses. One is called the In Concept of Korean Destination to Fulfill Your Heart and with Seven Plans. And the other one is called Light Day Representation, a zero-waste store. And we're selling environment-friendly products. And remember to bring your bottle because you can refill anything you need in home at our store. So that was an introductory video about our beautiful Heli Tom. I have got to say, I'm very excited for this talk because I myself am such a big fan of yours. And I followed you on social medias since I was back in high school. Mm. So like five, six years ago. And uh, I'm very honored to have you as a part of my life through that social media. <laughs> and I think I speak for a lot of us when I say uh, Heli has been an inspiration mm. to uh, really go after a lot of amazing things in life. And I see you as a rule breaker and somebody who always goes above and beyond expectations. And I think this relates very closely to the perception of a self-image or the projection of an image. And uh, usually when we discuss Tong Khanlin and we see her in the media, we see Heli uh, Tong uh, described as a very good girl. <laughs> a person who has a very um, proper image. But also through that social media, I see that you ride motorbikes mm. and you venture into different business pursuits and mm. you do a lot of charity work. And there are a lot of activities that go beyond just the labels that are put upon you. So I'm very curious, do you pursue those routes because you want to expand your labels and your titles or is it just this natural um, embracing of mm. who you genuinely are. Wow. Um, okay, hi, sweethearts. Like, how are you doing? It's really nice and honored to be here and meet you in person. You're so pretty. I have to admit that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so for the question, it's really, like, it's very an interesting question for me. And um, I think maybe, yes, I am a rule breaker. Like, I felt like we have no limit in the limited 
expectation in this life in who the control is us. And yeah, for me, decades like women in general have sharpened by many prejudices. And we have to be thankful to all the feminists who have fought for it and um, to become the world we have today, right? Mm -hmm. And when when we mentioned about women, why we have to share like women with one stereotype, mm. right? That's right. And stereotype in dictionary is, is means already itself. But for me, like the dictionary has a lot of beautiful words and sounded words. Like for example, I like combination mm -hmm. on the synthesis of everything. Mm -hmm. And I found that it doesn't matter who you are. Mm. Like for example, me, I, I, it doesn't matter. But what matters for me the most? Like, do I feel, you know, happiness? Mm. Do I feel freedom? Mm -hmm. Do I feel valuable mm. during the journey? Yeah. So I think there's a equal parts mm. in you embracing your own person and equal parts you challenging yourself right. to different uh, adventures. Mm. And I think that's the best way to develop a personality and also a career because um, it's not enough just depending on what you feel like doing, I guess. And it, there needs to be a certain discipline when we follow through with ventures. Right. So uh, and now that we're talking about you know business and um, uh, uh, careers, I know of Heli Thong as a person who has multiple career paths. Mm. So you started out as a model and you were very well known in the modeling industry and the fashion world. And then Heli Thong also um, took a pause, I felt, <laughs> in that modeling business. Mm. And then she turned into a businesswoman with In Concept mm -hmm. and also Lai Dai Refuel Station. Right. And now you're part par a part um, influencer and also still um, a businesswoman through and through. And you also work for a non-profit government Mm -hmm. uh, government institution, which is a uh, Song Foundation. Right. So there are so many um, aspects mm -hmm. of your career. Which aspect do you think truly resembles who you are as a person? <clears throat> you know what? Your questions like have repeatedly so many times for me because mm -hmm. yeah, as everyone look at me like, oh why 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 does she has a lot of roles and characteristic mm. and <clears throat> I honestly when I answer you right now I don't know <laughs> um, because sometimes I feel uh, I might be many things mm -hmm. but nothing simultaneously mm. um, for example look at the table uh, it could be many things mm. uh, if we look at it with many purposes Mm. Like it could be the working table, dining table, or decoration table. But it could be nothing and useless when you don't use it anymore. Mm. And I find out life is impermanent. Mm. It's really, yeah. So that's why when you ask me that question, I don't know, honestly. Mm. <laughs> I think the, the discussion of impermanence needs to be um, a daily practice. Right. When we understand that you know nothing is permanent and everything can be anything, there it's it's a like you said like freedom is something that is very important to you. Mm. And I think 
the acknowledgement of impermanence allows for that freedom. And in a way, it allows for us to be many things at once mm. so that not one factor determines who we are. Mm. And I guess that answers my question really nicely. Like not one business venture or not one personality trait defines you, Heli Thaum, but like Heli Thaum is anything and everything, you guys. And I am, I am living for this talk. I am very excited, but I, I'm gonna be, you know, a host. But anyway, thank you. On to our next question. So I think in the concept of impermanence, uh, another adjective that ties very nicely into the topic is flexibility. Uh, though it's very, it's very freeing to know that you can change. So. I know that you are a person of many roles mm. and you've said you're not one role particularly defines you. Mm. How do you achieve that flexibility and how do you achieve that balance in, mm. in, in those roles? Like entrepreneur and modeling may be my right hand job, mm. but the other one just my hobby. Mm. So you know, it's the layer. Like, okay, you said this is your career, you focus on it and it's, you can make it multitasking with it because it's the mm. same core value. Same vision, same mission, and same thing to do. Mm. What you matter is like how your schedule is fit, fit well. Mm -hmm. But the other is hobbies. Hobbies is what you came home and you mm. like to play it, mm -hmm. enjoy it. It's like me time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I have to yeah. admit that sometimes multitasking is really unhealthy if mm. it's a, um, under control. Like, mm. like maybe you have plan on Friday. Mm -hmm. But some predictable plan happen on Friday too. Mm -hmm. How you handle it, mm -hmm. and if you handle it, are you sure that you you can multitask in at the same day? Mm -hmm. And I used to have this feeling that I try to overwhelm everything in the same day, mm -hmm. and I find out like I forget to eat, oh. I forget to you know rest my time, and then I I didn't have enough time to you know sleep. So mm -hmm. I find I was really unhealthy sometimes. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you know what you do, and but make sure that your body is good to mm -hmm. do it too. Yeah. So I believe you've emphasized mm -hmm. on the importance of multitasking, but also a deep, meaningful multitasking. Mm -hmm. So you need to be able to complete each task well, and then be able to juggle those tasks too. But I think um, a very important. Um, adjective that needs to be associated with multitasking is balance, right? right. So what is your perception is uh, of balancing? Mm. So how do you balance when you multitask? I have to say I'm really impressed when you mentioned if, um balance. Mm -hmm. uh, multitasking style really great. For me, like we humans, we have created a lot of physical space, mm -hmm. spaces. And we try to make it beautiful in the way we desire. Mm -hmm. But we forget something. Mm. We forget to view the inner space. Mm. And the more you concentrate and think about it, like you are what you eat, right? Mm -hmm. You are what you read. You are who you surrounding with too. That's really matter. Mm -hmm. So that's imbalanced way. And mm -hmm. for now, we can see like, Everyone live in the city have the same feeling. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we forget that feeling because when we was young, we have a lot of time without social media. Mm -hmm. We surrounded by the nature. Mm -hmm. We connecting to the people around us, like our parents, us, and stuff like we want. Like mm -hmm. you, you maybe used to have a baby doll, right? Mm -hmm. Like I used to have a baby doll too, 
But now even everything we, we really like in the house, but somehow we forget how the feel that we can't, you know, interact with it. Mm. Yeah. So I think if you concentrate every time you do in the, in the moments, the here and the now, mm. it's mainly you get the balance mm. in your day. So balance, I think the, the term for it, like the even the technical term for it is being mm. present. Yeah. Yeah. So um, thank you so much for uh, your sharing. And that, you guys, is Heli Tom of Our Present, Being Present, here with us today in IFO. <laughs> and I am more than delighted to discover more about you. It's particularly Heli Tom's green lifestyle and her childhood, because I think that is what builds character, you know, builds a personality. And I am more than excited to continue this talk right after we go to On The Go. So for last week's On The Go, we had Thu Yung and Chang Yung visit DAV and FTU. And this week, we're going to be able to visit a very cool school in Ho Chi Minh City. And Today, you're going to meet Thu Yung aside, one of our brand new hosts. I am so excited for her appearance and I'm sure you guys can guess who she is by now. But uh, now, without further ado, let's go to On The Go. Next on IFO Nightly Show. Right now, I'm standing at Lee Hoon Kick Street to soon discover one of the biggest campuses in town. Right now, I'm standing at Lee Thun Kick Street to soon discover one of the biggest campuses in town. Can you guess which one is that? Correct! It's the Ho Chi Minh City University of Technology. Fun fact, I once got straight admission to this school, so I always wondered what would have happened if I studied here. I think probably I would have gotten married by now. <laughs> anyway, to discover the student life here, let's meet with one of the university students. Goom, are you excited at me? Let's go! Hello Goom, how are you? Well, I'm fine, thank you. We are so happy to have you here on the show. My pleasure too. Can you tell a bit about yourself to the audience? Hello everybody, uh, my name is Dang Sun Geng and I am a junior at Ho Chi Minh City University of Technology majoring in Petroleum Engineering and I'm the Vice President of OIC Student Ambassadors Club. Oh, that's so awesome. Can you share a bit about your major and why do you choose this major? Uh, I'm, uh, my major is Petroleum Engineering and fun fact, I chose my major off of a movie. <laughs> I was introduced by my dad to there's awesome actions like uh, Armageddon starring Bruce Willis. And I see these, these en petroleum engineers uses their, use their knowledge, you know, their ability, their skills to save the world from the falling asteroid. Mm. <laughs> so I was very much inspired from them. It's like having a superpower, right? Yes. <laughs> Is it very difficult to get into the school? So this university has been a long historic uh, you know, name in this city. 
So there might be some difficult difficulties, but if you study hard, you trust, uh, you believe in yourself, and confidence is the key, so you don't have to worry that much if you're like, if you're willing to join this university. That's so true, and. There's also a stereotype about technology students is that they are very geeky and very nerdy and don't have a social life. What did you think about that? Uh, Ho Chi Minh City University of Technology, uh, of course, in the past days, they were famous for being geeky, like you said. But nowadays, look at me. I'm a vice president of a ambassador club. I get to host, uh, welcome students from partner universities uh, from different countries like Japan, Malaysia, Australia. Knowing that, uh, last year, uh, my club even hosted OSV International Festival 2021, uh, Stay Connected, with guest singers, performances, and uh, groups activities for you to have fun with your friends. Uh, and that, basically, that's it. I also think that the, the stereotype is so outdated right now. Like, all technology students that I know are so cool, exhibit A. <laughs> And I also want to learn more about the city life here and especially in the campus. So can you take us to one of your favorite places in school? Oh yeah, sure. Okay. okay. Are you excited? Yeah. Stay tuned for more. Ta đều sinh ra với những số phận khác nhau, những cái ngày muốn vươn mình trước trời gió đầy khát khao. Và chẳng cần cậu phải nói một lời nào, mình vẫn cảm nhận được một trái tim đầy hoài bão hào hức và nôn nao. Thank you, Phương Anh and uh, Chị Heli. So this season, we're welcoming our new host and her name is Phương Anh and mm -hmm. she has decided to um, become one of our MCs from yeah. her position as a pageant. And it, it must have been a very big decision for her. And she has is just such a great person. Mm -hmm. And I personally very admire people who are bold enough to make big decision changes. Uh, in terms of career paths, especially once they move from a position that is already well-known mm. into a position that is uh, less well-known or less glamorous, might mm. we say. And I think Ji uh, Heli also embodies that change, that shift. And I want to ask you about your lifestyle more. Now that we know the Heli Tong that is a uh, um, occupied with her business and yeah. her career. I want to get to know more about Heli Tong's personal life or her lifestyle. And I want to open up with a discussion. So uh, recently when we discuss fashion, yeah. we discuss um, the consumerist industry of mm. fabrics, we usually hear the word sustainable trend. Mm. So I feel like sustainability has been repackaged right. as something that can be sold and purchased very fast. And that is a paradox in and of itself because anything fast, fast fashion is not sustainable. Mm. So when we claim that a fashion product is sustainable mm. and we sell it as that, it's very harmful towards everybody involved, I think, towards yeah. the consumer who are misguided towards the products. And what is your 
you know, reaction when you hear that sustainability is being sold as a trend? I trigger and I start become when I have chance to travel, traveling around the world. Like when I visit America, I feel like, okay, they have a lot of buildings. Mm -hmm. It's really nice, but I feel so overwhelmed, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then when I travel into Bhutan, you know, it's mm -hmm. the happiest country in the world. I feel mm -hmm. like, oh, they don't have buildings. They have a lot of nature. Mm -hmm. And somehow the king protect us very well. Mm -hmm. The concept of sustainability, how we use the energies in this generation, but still give that for the next generation. Mm. Because everything we produce now from mm. the nature. Mm. And if we continue to do the same, the scary parts can happen. And when you mention, when you mention it about, you know, uh, fashion and mm. sustainability way, I don't claim that when they found it like um, one decade before, like mm -hmm. ago, because I think like, the mission when they began is just how to make people feel confident mm -hmm. when they wear the dress and the fashion mm -hmm. they produce. But for now, they have to rethink about it mm -hmm. because everything has changed. Like maybe the vision the same, like make you feel beautiful and confident when mm -hmm. wear it. But mission maybe changing a little bit, like how mm -hmm. it produces in the sustainable way. Mm -hmm. So I think any century has its own story. Mm -hmm. It has to be because we all here it exists for the reason. Mm. And maybe the last generation, they saw them, mm. already showed the problem. And mm. now the generation us have to get the new challenges mm. to solve the new one. Yeah. And a green lifestyle is about, you know, uh, creating a sustainable future for further uh, future generations. Right. And that essence needs to be captured mm. by all industries, but when it is captured by the fashion industry, it needs to be um, clear of what it's doing. Like it needs to be aware that this is the message. This is not just a label that can be smacked on a product, mm -hmm. right? I like I said before, I followed Heli Tom for five years, six years, yeah. and. Um, I know of you as one of the leading influencers in the Vietnamese influencer world mm. uh, when we talk about green lifestyle and sustainability, even in fashion and also in other lifestyle products. Mm. So how, has, how have you turned this into a part of you, mm. such an integral part that defines your brand, mm. let's say? Well, I say when I create the in concept, I didn't think about, you know, it's going to be the long journey in, in the future. Mm. Because um, when it was that time, I just think very like, easily, way, like, okay, I want to inspire people to have land mm -hmm. in the house. But then the more I, uh, I get along in that journey, I felt I can say a lot of the other story too. Mm -hmm. Like for example, like now we have the other product, like you know, ter terrarium mm -hmm. in Kokedama. Mm -hmm. Are you sure you know that? I know terrariums. Yeah, for mm -hmm. example, the terrarium was discovered in like uh, eighteen forty by English botanist mm -hmm. when he was studying development of caterpillars. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the terrarium, it's just like a small forest, right? Yeah. And it's... when when we look at that, we just like okay, we know everything about the ecosystem of the forest, mm -hmm. and we know like it's you know can run by itself somehow doesn't need human mm -hmm. in that. 
And but in 2018, I found with my partner Light Day Reflection with different perspective because I found like Vietnam was one of the top five that you know pushed the trust to the landfill mm. in the world. Mm. That's too bad. And you know we still customer. I was think about like okay how how to get like I went to the supermarket, but how can I reduce the plastic? And I think about okay why don't we make a concept in the store mm. that people can come and refill it in the need. So it's just shape the way the concept that I do in that time. And until now I do you know some foundation. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that I'm gonna contribute myself for you know non-profit organization until mm. I found like okay I want to do something more. Mm. Like for example, I want to, you know, plant more trees. Mm. And I think like if I found the soulmate organizations, I can contribute for that organization. Mm. Because if you go along, you just go fast. But if you want to go bigger, you have to go with the team. Mm-hmm. And then for now, just like, you know, Steve Jobs connect yeah. all the dots. Mm-hmm. And somehow the, the law of attraction happens in that way. Like you just do what you feel the best for you but the same core value and one day like now for me i feel like so lucky because everything's happened like the lies of the story in my life mm-hmm. yeah and green life style just happened the same too mm-hmm. yeah. so i think it's very beautiful how you have turned it into a core value it's not just something that you practice in a fashion sense like mm. I, I'm, I'm saying fashion as like how you put on accessories for example mm. and a green lifestyle for you is not just something you don't like it's not some, something you put on your person and let it be it but you let it become a part of you mm. and therefore it follows you through uh, different stages and different uh, ventures of your <laughs> life and I yeah. think that is such an inspiring story. And somehow you remind me of the course I really like that what you think uh-huh. you believe mm. and what you believe you become. Now that we've gotten to know your philosophy and your practice, mm. I want to trace back mm. and find the root of that philosophy. <laughs> so this season, you guys, is a season dedicated to uh, the student life. And I genuinely believe the time we spent in university or like the time we spent in school cultivates a personality for you know, whatever is, that is to come. And I really want to know what happens in your student life too to see if uh, the great Heli Thong was as great in her student life. We'll be back with you very soon, but now it's another section of On The Go. Wow, look at this, so many cool stuff. Me, so many memories. <laughs> Good memories or bad memories? Yeah, both. Hi, we're back on the IFO on the go and right now we're standing at the heart of the campus, which is? The B6 building, uh, which, is be- which belongs to the civil engineering uh, department. And to be more exact, we are standing at the Experimental General Physics uh, Laboratory. Uh, and wow, these equipments, 
it gave me memories. <laughs> so advanced and so sophisticated. Do you often go here? Well, uh, on my first year, when I had a subject that was uh, that required me to get to the uh, get to this room, so I I think it was basically every week I have to be here. <laughs> like, what is this equipment is for? Uh, this is for the study in, uh, the study of uh, light radiance uh, through uh, these uh, specialized lenses. Uh, I think, uh, from what I remember, it was powered by this uh, power supply. It's, well, like on the note here, it's, it's uh, six volts. So if we put the light here, there would be like a spectrum of rainbow coming yes. out, right? Coming so it's like the album cover of Pink Floyd, you know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> a lot of cool gadgets here. Can you tell a bit about the schedule of, uh, of your studies? Is it very hectic or do you have a lot of classes at school? Well, that depends on the curriculum that your major uh, requires you to study. But uh, when, well, well your student, uh, if you're a student uh, at any university, I think that you have the choice to choose your schedule. So it will be more uh, comfortable for you uh, if you get to choose. You're also in your third year, right? So, you, which means that you're about to have an internship. Yeah, an internship and then graduate. Oh yeah, are you excited for the internship? Well, I have mixed feelings for it. You know, uh, I'm worried. You know, I might not get any companies, or but excited because I'm about to embark on a new journey. You know, to meet new people, experience new stuff. Yeah, I'm sure you do well. Yeah. Ooh, look at this board. Yes. What language is this? Man, I'm so traumatized by this. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, just by looking at it. Yes. Do you have to memorize all of this? Uh, I think that, uh, yes, uh, I remember I have eight different kind of experiments and those experiments have like more than a dozen of errors like this in formulas and I have to study all of that just for the final exam. Yes. So when looking back at your two years of studying at the campus, do you have any advice on, for new upcoming students on how to have a good academic performance here? Mm, for all you newbies uh, out there, uh, if you study hard, if you attend your classes enough, and ask your teacher if you have any problems, then I don't think that it'll be much of a challenge for you to study here, especially this subject. I'm sure that if you get to study in cool classes here and to get, get to meet talented people like Kung, then we will have lots of motivation to go to class regularly. Enough talk about the academics, now let's talk more about the student lives. So Gung, can you show us about the student life here at Ho Chi Minh City University of Technology? Yeah, of course. Okay, are you, do you want to find out about that? Let's go. Sitting at the cafeteria here brings me back all the feels. And I had such a great time today visiting the University of Technology with Koo. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes on IFO On The Go.
Thank you very much, Phuong An. And uh, well, it's it's always great and always very fresh for me to see new students starting to make big decisions in mm. their lives. And I I wonder if Heli Tong still remembers a younger version of <laughs> Tong Khan Lin who is still figuring out life mm. before you know being the becoming the strong independent woman that you are today. Mm. So what was it like in uh, that 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 young and new time for you? And I also heard of a story where you quit university very soon after you started. So mm. can you tell me a little bit about that time period? Um I was study, studying in Australia, Sydney, when I, uh, when I was 17, I remember. And then just almost years, I decided to go back in mm -hmm. Vietnam. Uh, I think I quit because uh, I didn't, you know, even I didn't tell my parents know that I, I sneaky to go back. And, but that decision happened when I think about because um, the decision when I study abroad is not mine from my parents. Mm. And when I study in Australia, I feel depressed a lot. Mm -hmm. And sometimes feel really sad and think really bad. And I, I feel like if uh, I'm not coming back to Vietnam, maybe I'm not the person who I am today. Mm -hmm. So I feel lucky that I make it, but I, I don't, you know, convince everyone to do the same. Yeah. Guys still want to get back, want to get back to school and study, continue study. Mm. And when you mentioned it about like how my young person, person when mm. I was young, I, I honestly not really remember because, so that's why I wish, I, I would wish that um, I have a diary. Uh. Yeah, because the diary can give all the things that separate when I was young, but I didn't have. Mm -hmm. But somehow for now, a major person, the persons, I die, write a diary a lot. But I think it's still the same, the person inside, I'm still a curiosity person. Uh, I love to, you know, some somehow always, I always looking for the space in the mm -hmm. school and to you know, observation, everything happened. Mm -hmm. Like I like to watching people talking together, mm -hmm. chatted, mm -hmm. and playing something. Like even playing gym and basketball, for example. Because oh. I was in the basketball team in the school too. Wow. Yeah, and even now I'm not re really remember much things, but I I feel like still the same persons. Mm -hmm. Like I was very independent person because my mom uh, was not too close to me when I was young, so I have to do everything by myself. Mm -hmm. So I, I think because of that, I became a person right now. Like I try to do, you know, break everything. Mm -hmm. I need to do everything. Yeah. So was it difficult? Um, when you started to break the mold. I, I think, um, especially since we are Asian children, mm. there are certain expectations placed upon us. Well, your parents. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I somehow, I, I didn't feel so difficult for me because mm -hmm. I, I told you that I, I was really independent when I was young. Like even mm -hmm. I have to cook for myself mm -hmm. if um, there is no person in the house. Mm -hmm. So when I story about what is difficult for me, like how to adapt with the new culture, the mm -hmm. new person that I, who I live with. 
But the most difficult time for me that when I start with the existence and question like who am I mm. and why am I here? Because mm. I feel you know you 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 know the feeling when you get lost. <laughs> But when I decide to get back to Vietnam, I think that's happened. The answer. Mm. And I find out that it doesn't matter what is your answer. I found it's, it's matter for me when you get the right question at the right time. Mm. Because if everything happened at the, the right time, things get to start in the, the perfect way. Yeah. So for our final question of mm. the day, I would like to ask if you ever regret <laughs> not getting a university education. Mm. Uh, and if you could go back to have a university education, mm. what Would you choose to learn? Yeah, I love that question. Mm. I uh, I do. I I did regret sometimes. You know, in the journey when you do business and you do so many fields, mm-hmm. you find out like so many smart person around you, mm. especially in sustainability mm. fields that I work with, and they should they could be you know master of something, and I feel like oh I wish to get back to school to study more, you know. Mm-hmm. So perhaps we we regret about those things, mm-hmm. but those things happened in the past, in the and past. now we live in the present. And I feel like okay, why we can you know set the day, set the goals in the future, and then continue studying. And you know when I was in university, I studied uh, business management. But I was thinking about switching to interior designer. Oh! But that is like that's what I years ago. Mm. But for now, I think about if I study the other subject, I think I can study education in architecture. Mm. Yeah, that's very interesting. Mm. Um, I myself am still in school. I I think I've kind of guessed at my major because I'm in a liberal arts education. So uh, I've chosen to major to double major. I'm taking arts and media and also social sciences. Um, but I think that is kind of like the umbrella terms for right. you know education and also you know interior designing right, arts. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So um, I felt I I genuinely. I'm very inspired by all that you've shared today, and thank you so much for joining IELTS Face Off. It's been my personal honor <laughs> to have you here with us, and also I believe that uh, Heli has continuously inspired the youth and the young people of today's social media scape and also a social scape in general because she genuinely believes in what she does and she internalizes it until it becomes a part of you mm. and continues to spread the good values mm-hmm. that you believe in in that way and i think all of us can take a lesson in that so that has been heli thom's philosophy in life and it is deeply re- related to the green lifestyle we'll take a short break now and when we come back i have a little challenge for heli and it will test how well connected we are next on ifo nightly show after you know we've talked a bit i feel like we vibe I feel yes. like we vibe. Yes, we do. Yeah, on this. Yeah, you do. Oh. Held on a plate. Uh, the item seems like it's hot. Okay, so it's.
to IFL Challenge. So, you guys, throughout this episode, after, you know, we've talked a bit, I feel like we vibe. I feel yes. like we vibe. Yes, our... we do. Yeah, on a very special level. I have a very special game to test how well we connect with each other. <laughs> mm. And it's called the truth or lie game. Mm. So I've had the IFO crew prepare two items. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to be very strange items. And I am going to look at that item okay. and describe it to you. Okay. You have to tell if I'm lying or telling you the truth. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you'll do the same for me. But I'll go first. Okay. And let's have the item. Hmm. Okay, so this item has a conical shape. Like, it, it is shaped like a cone. It mm -hmm. looks like an inverted ice cream cone. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, it's, it's very bright in colors. It, it, it's, it looks like a weird snail. And... <laughs> Since late now, you, you not try to describe the, the real thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's being... It's being held on a blue plate. Mm -hmm. uh, the item seems like it's not very heavy. Okay, and that's all the description that I'm gonna give you. Am I telling the truth or not? Oh, I have to admit, I'm the kind of person that who really trusts people, so I think I, you're telling the truth. Well, now we'll see if your trust in people pays off. Mm -hmm. The item, please. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's interesting. It's a weird-looking pig. <laughs> You're right. But I you thought... you were describe it looked like ice cream, but it didn't. But I, I said it looks like an inverted ice cream, like you face but, it this way. Yeah. It looks a bit like an ice cream cone. But it doesn't matter because I'm still well, the wind person. Well, I just didn't want to make well, it hard on you. You know. <laughs> well, we'll see if Helly is going to lie with me, and let's see the next time. Right, so well, it's your turn. Yeah, so my turn. So do you trust me? Look at my eyes. Do you trust me? I do. Yeah, you do. I oh, do. <laughs> I don't want to hurt you, but... Okay. okay, so it's look like... Oh my god, I forgot to bring it. Where's my glasses? It is... For the colors, it's, it's yellow and the pink. Uh, it looks like a bag, I think, and the shape is just like, you know, oval, not oval, it's square, oval. Oh, now I see. You know, like, we have to wear it every day, and I don't know what exactly the things that wears that. It looks like the animal, some kind of animal, so I can But anyway, time out. Do I tell the truth a lie? I think I, I think it's too convoluted to be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> like it's too complicated to be a lie. I think you're just telling the truth. It's just a very weird object. <laughs> you will know, uh -huh. but the answer is okay. I tell the truth. So you was right. Yay! You lied to me. Okay, can I get the other, please? Yeah. Now you know. What is that? What? <laughs> Look now? at your reaction! What is that? I was like, oh, it's a buffalo! Yeah, but I didn't see because too far and yeah. I was like, at the first moment, I would recognize the mask and I was like, what is that? Y'all are weird, okay? Yeah, I, I have to say that I have prepared so many strange. weird stuff. Yeah, this, is, this has been a strange game. But anyway, like, we just is honored. Okay. See, we vibe on a very uh, genuine level. That's why we trust. <laughs>
<laughs> and uh, mission accomplished. We both won the game because we have mutual trust. Yeah, so blessed. So there you have it, another episode of IFO Nightly Show Student Edition. And thank you so much for joining us here today and sharing with us how you live your life, how you claim your identity, and how you turn green lifestyle into something that you truly believe in and want to, you know, multiply, mm -hmm. maximize to others. And I think this has been a very, a very warming, a very fulfilling episode because you have brought such inspiration to us all. And since this is the episode right before Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. We really want to spread the joy and yes. spread the Christmas spirit to our audience. And mm -hmm. can you uh, say a few words to our audience and wish them a Merry Christmas? Yeah, sure. So, okay, well, I think that um, Christmas is one of my favorite festivals. Not just because that is it's my favorite season because I like winter, mm -hmm. but um, you know, like Christmas is happen the end of the year, and then you know that you have to get started the new year is coming, mm -hmm. and it's also the time for you to you know surrounding with your parents, get back and connecting back to your friends and rethink what have you done this year. So I hope that you can have. Um, health is really important for now and i wish you all the best all the journey ahead is really full of luck thank you and merry christmas merry christmas and once again thank you heli so much and thank you to my beautiful new co-host fung an and we are very excited for all the episodes to come on ifo nightly show student edition bye see ya Cause your love broke my heart, my dreams I can feel the lonely night Rainy Christmas All alone in the fall and rain How did we die with a lonely goodbye? Can my Christmas be white? Why did I cry? How can my heart survive? I can never be the one that you loved before. I can see the lonely times, rainy Christmas. There's no place for a long embrace I can be a lonely star Rainy Christmas Shining bright in your
mistletoe Pour out the wine, let's tote and pray for December snow I know there's been pain this year but it's time to let it go Next year you'll never know Now Merry Christmas We'll dance in the kitchen while embers glow We both know love, this love we got is the best of all I wish you could see it through my eyes Then you would know, my God, you look beautiful Right now, Merry Christmas I feel it when it comes Every year helping us carry on All the family, friends are together where we all belong. Merry Christmas, everyone. Ah, 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 ah. If Christmas time for you. Christmas time for you and I We have a good night and a Merry Christmas It's Christmas time for you and I We have a good night and a Merry Christmas It's Christmas time for you and I We have a good night and a Merry Christmas is hard I have to say but I really like to do this because I want to stay physically active and mentally healthy on the way to work today I feel so excited because I know that the guest of this episode is very interesting he is a professional model but one more interesting and special thing about him is that he has done something that not a lot of people can do it very unique very inspiring very positive very professional 
and let's find out more about him in this short video that we made. And right now, I'm gonna get into the studio right away and be well prepared for the talk. My name is Hoang Zhang Wu, I'm 26 years old and I am a model and a personal trainer. I am an introvert, but if you hang out with me, you can see that I always smile. I consider myself a encouraging person because I want to bring the positivity and the best out of other people. I love to dance, so whenever I hear music, I would just dance. For me, life is 10% what happened to you and 90% of how you react to it. Please welcome model Anh Vu. Hello, how, how are, are you? you? I'm great. Good to see you. Please have Good a seat. Good to see you too. Um, thank you so much for mm -hmm. being here. Um, it is an honor to be here too. Thank you so much for having me. We're so you know, pleased to have you here. Okay. You are now working both as a model mm -hmm. and a personal trainer, yes. very multi-talented. <laughs> uh, which one do you prefer to be introduced? Well, actually, I love them all, but mm -hmm. uh, to pick out my favorite is I would choose uh, a model. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. A model? Yes. And you have been a model for five years, I assume? Yes. Wow, five years since the, um, since the time you took part in Vietnamese Top Model. Yes, of course. Back in 2015. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like this is a picture of you joining Vietnamese Top Model uh. when you... <laughs> what is this challenge? Can you tell us more about that? Um, this is the first challenge ever that we have to do in the show. Mm -hmm. So basically, we, ha we had to wear heels. Yeah. Like you know, both uh, women and men, mm -hmm. so it was like 20 centimeter high. Wow. So then we have to do the catwalk. And uh, I was so afraid because we, I have to uh, go on a step and then mm. go down a step. And I was so afraid that I'm going to fall. Definitely. So, and, um, so it, it, it was exactly what happened. So when I stepped down to the, the stair, then I actually fell down. Mm -hmm. So it was terrifying, but worth memory. But you made it to, um, you made it, I mean, your performance um, in the competition was very impressive. Mm -hmm. And you gained more reputation and a lot of people get to know about you more. I yeah. have to push myself out of the boundary more. Mm -hmm. So it was stressful, but it also made me stronger and tougher mentally. Yeah, yeah so that's not what I have to say. <laughs> nice. If you have to say one thing that you are really interested in in modeling, what would that be? Like one thing you really love about that? Well, actually a lot. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, I got a chance to meet and uh, work with a lot of people, yes. a lot of talented people. So, mm -hmm. uh, so for example, now I got a chance to meet you, oh, whom I think so that much. we're so smart and talented. And um, I, got, uh, I, I got a chance to go to a lot of places yeah. where normally we, I wouldn't have a chance to. Mm -hmm. and, one more thing is that um, I was able to wear a lot of fashion design. Was, it was just there are just so many amazing fashion design that mm -hmm. I was able to wear. So that was just a blast. So as you mentioned earlier, that uh, one of the benefit of being a model is mm -hmm. wearing, you know, high um, fashion clothes. Mm -hmm. So what is your daily style? 
I, I do think that simple is best. Yes. But I like to ride motorbike. Mm -hmm. like, uh, so cool. Road. Yeah, so cool. I would wear something like this, like denim or yeah. the le leather. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a little bit uh, rough. Mm -hmm. Kind of a rough, rough mm -hmm. guy, like a mm -hmm. tough guy. No, 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 not a rough guy. Just tough a guy? tough guy. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like a tough guy. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't want to be rough. <laughs> nice. Okay. Is there anything that you kind of, mm, I don't really like that much about mm -hmm. modeling? Yes, the one thing that I hate is um, waiting. So normally a, sh a show would start at 7.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. So we have to do makeup at 3 or 4 p.m. Yes. And uh, a lot of shows that we have to do rehearsal in the morning. But I just cannot drive home and go back. Mm -hmm. So a lot of time I just have to wait there. So I hang out at the places. So normally the longest time that I have to wait mm -hmm. was like five to six hours to listen to music and mm -hmm. I uh, read some book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and talk to other colleagues. So now it can be concluded that being a model can train you not only to be more confident, but also to be more patient. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the COVID-19, mm -hmm. you know, right now is affecting a lot of jobs mm -hmm. and modeling, I think, is not an exception. Um, how does COVID-19 pandemic has affected um, your jobs? Well, because I was a runway model, mm -hmm. so because of the COVID-19, so there was not a lot of show. In fact, there's no show at all. We runway model just mm -hmm. have to move to uh, do the photo shooting, mm -hmm. more of a commercial for brands. Yes. And because of the COVID-19 has affected a lot of us, um, there's actually nothing that I can do, just like yeah. everybody else. Mm -hmm. So basically, I just gonna spend my time on training. You're on, still practicing every day. Yes, practice for uh, photo shoot or catwalk or. Uh, read new things, learn new things, new skills mm -hmm. to improve yourself. Yes, mm -hmm. and I was lucky to save up enough for yes. me to survive the pandemic and the quarantine. Mm -hmm. But looking on the bright side, it is a real time for us to like, to look back inside us and mm -hmm. to like, you know, practice more and to appreciate the life yes, more. Yes, like uh, to connect with your inner self. That's right, mm -hmm. connect with the inner self. Yes. <laughs> So how about confidence? Because I love your confidence. Oh, thank you. Is there any tip? Um, do you have any advice for being more confident? Well, being confident, I was really not confident at all. But mm -hmm. um, of course, that uh, you have to tell yourself. Whatever yes. you tell yourself, then you will become it. Mm -hmm. So you need to be positive about yourself. Maybe you haven't done it before or you not get it there yet but you have to told and you have to tell yourself that you're gonna do it mm -hmm. because actually this is the first time I ever been to a talk show that uh, used English mm -hmm. so I was so nervous mm -hmm. so I just gonna talk to myself <laughs> I told myself I got this I got yes, this we got this this negativity is nothing mm. I'm gonna do this no matter what so if you do that yes. you will feel more confident Wow, very realistic and practical. I mean, yeah. just nothing is more, nothing is greater than human spirit. Yes. And exactly. I think that the self-affirmation is something that we often do on a daily mm -hmm. basis. I can do this, I'm enough, I deserve this, it's going to be okay, yes. just like you do. Mm -hmm. You're doing great. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and because, uh, you know, like, 
You're doing really great. Um, you're your model, and mm -hmm. you're also graduated from the University of mm -hmm. Business and Technology. Um, you know, how do you balance the work life, and also how do you learn English that well? Well, to, uh, there, there's actually no balance at all in life. <laughs> so you have to sacrifice. I agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you either gonna choose this or choose that. Mm -hmm. So um, for my English learning, I actually studied English bachelor in university. But I think the most important thing to learn anything is that you have to love it and you have to yes. spend a lot of time mm -hmm. to practice. Yes. So to my English, uh, back in when I was a child, I was, uh, well, I still mm -hmm. love superheroes. So I just, in, when I was child, I was so interested in superheroes, so yeah. I just gonna copy them. Mm -hmm. I just, whenever, what, whatever they say, I'm just gonna copy and try to speak like them. But I think is, I got a breakthrough point where I improved the most, the most in English, mm -hmm. is where I was in high school. Mm -hmm. So I took three IELTS courses. Three IELTS courses? Yes, um, I didn't take any IELTS test at all, but I just want to study, so I took the courses. Well, you have to spend a lot of time mm -hmm. to do it, so I just speak English, I write English, I eat, I sleep English. Way, so I, I just nice. <laughs> I just um, put myself in the, uh, the environment of English. Yeah. So that's where that I think that anyone could, be, could, could do and will improve in anything rather than just English. I totally agree because yes. you know a lot of people think that we have to be in an English-speaking country to study English, mm -hmm. but actually we can really surround ourselves with the English elements on a yes. daily basis. So, yeah. do you think that having a very good foundation of English language gives you an advantage in modeling? Um, of course, uh, it's gonna have a benefit mm -hmm. because we have to work with a lot of foreigner or the yes. catwalk directors, the fashion designer. Mm -hmm. So if uh, we, a mod as model, are able to speak English, then mm -hmm. the opportunity opportunity will comes more. Mm -hmm. yes. And you can also read a lot of materials and yes. you know listen to a lot of you know videos and learn from the international models. Yes, it's like you know, open your mind more. That's to the right. uh, different other cultures. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is also something that we really want to inspire the audience mm -hmm. to yes. learn English and use English in your field and in your major, and yeah. you will see the difference mm -hmm. and the miracle. Exactly. Not maybe not right now, but also in the future. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, as a model, you have an opportunity to travel a lot. Mm -hmm. um, what is something that excites you about traveling? Normally, we have to stay in our place for so long. Yeah. So. Being able to travel just opened my mind up and mm -hmm. ref um, I will feel refreshed mm -hmm. after the, uh, all the, the travel trip. And because of COVID, um, we really want to bring kind of insightful experience for the mm -hmm. audience as well okay. to travel through the, the screen. Mm -hmm. And we will travel to a lot of different universities within Vietnam. And now let's move on to the IELTS on the Go segment to find out what that university is. Mm -hmm. Next on IFO Nightly Show. Hi guys, it's me Pit Hiam. It's such a blast to finally be back on the go. Hi guys, it's me Pit Hiam. It's such a blast to finally be back on the go. 
literally with IFO after endless days spent in lockdown and in this season, Student Edition. With the help of the network of university students and alumni, we'll try to bring you the biggest and most vivid picture of university life in Vietnam. And without further ado, let's see what university we're gonna look into in this episode. For your information, my mom is a teacher. And throughout my student life, I've been so fortunate to be in the good hands of so many exceptional teachers. So I've always wondered what kind of training they had to go through in order to become such excellent pedagogues. And today we're gonna find out. Hi, Dee, how are you doing? I'm doing great, how about you? I'm good. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um... My, I'm majoring in English language and uh, that means I have to do, do with a lot of phonology and lexicology. Yeah, uh, is to be honest, it overwhelming to me at first, but uh, I have a knack for in English, so I totally immerse myself in it. So are you enjoying it so far? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Even if you have to do it online? Basically, uh, I at first I found with a struggle with online, but and now uh, it's totally okay. Oh, that's great to hear! I'm so happy that you are enjoying it because you know in this hard time, not so many people manage to do well through the screen of your computer, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, are you ready to show us around? Yes, and I will show you my university. That's way. Okay. I'm so excited. Let's go. Speaking of the profession of teaching, usually people would think of a teacher as someone who is very modest, who is very stiff and over-compliant with the rules. Do you think this is still correct? And as a Gen Zer who is becoming a teacher, how would you change this stereotype? Okay, as a teacher in the future, I think we should maintain the value tradition. But in the modern age, we should improve that tradition to suitable with the student. Okay, so. Are you allowed to dye your hair or have tattoos? Yes, we have. Uh, you should have a dye your hair or have a tattoo, but uh, as long as it's not too noticeable with a teacher. Yes. I see. Yeah. And you know what they say? Teaching is the most noble profession. And I completely agree that the job of a teacher is not just about imparting knowledge, but it is also about guiding the students to make the right decisions and to become a better person for the society. So that means you have to go through a lot of rigorous training to become someone who is able to carry out such noble mission. So how well prepared are you for a future where online studying might take over and there might be no face-to-face -face interaction at all? I am trained to a lot of courses such as psychology, methodology, and uh, we are trained to understand the psychology of the student and how to sympathize with them and okay. Uh, in the modern age with the online teaching, we are revived with a top-notch facility and I will show you the virtual room which is the most standing in my university. Okay, let's go. Okay.
That's it for IELTS on the Go, and welcome back to the studio. Thank you, IELTS on the Go segment. Very fantastic, um, inspiring with a lot of students and the university. And now we're going to carry on the conversation with model Ang Wu. Yeah. So, you know, looking at you and hearing your story, I feel so inspired. And I just want to say thank you so much for being such a source of inspiration and positivity. Yeah, thank um, you. Looking back, mm -hmm. um, can you walk me through one of the hardest times in your life? Uh, yeah, is I think one just mm. one of the hardest time. Yes. Is that two years ago mm -hmm. that I got I find out that I got cancer. Mm -hmm. Well, at first I just didn't know how to feel at all. Yeah. It because it was too big of yeah. a deal mm -hmm. that I haven't been prepared anything. Mm -hmm. So it's just all I felt was just the emptiness. Like yeah. you, maybe you will understand that. And a little bit of shock. Yes, and just don't know what to do. Yes, I just didn't know what to do at all. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, okay, not uh, not until I went on my first session of treatment of uh, chemotherapy. Yeah, it was all of the negative. Mm -hmm. It was painful. It was tiring, exhausting, mm -hmm. and I actually cried. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, told my, I asked myself, why is, why is this happening to me? Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just it was. I just felt so miserable. Yeah. And so that would be the toughest, one of the toughest time mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. Remember the first, first session mm -hmm. of the chemo, chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. It was. I was so afraid that when I, when I was asleep in the room, whenever I hear the nurse coming. I would just, my body would just tense up and I would be wide awake no matter when. Mm -hmm. I just, I just hear, hear the footstep and then I would just stand up and just wait, 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 oh my God, it's coming and coming. Anxiety. Yes, it's just so stressful. Mm -hmm. And I did have to go into a operation room mm -hmm. to do chemotherapy. Yes. Then. And then when I got in, I would just—I remember I was just shaking. Mm -hmm. I was just shaking nonstop. People mm -hmm. just, uh, the nurse and the doctor just told me to relax. But I told them, I'm, I'm trying to be relaxed, but I cannot. I just shake. Oh, Even yeah. I tried to breathe deeply, mm -hmm. but it just didn't work. Well, so that is one of the, the few times that I feel that I felt so afraid. Mm -hmm. I actually got a, another disease called it was migraine headache. Mm -hmm. So after the first session, I fly home. I flew home, sorry. And the, the migraine occur, and it happens all day long. Migraine. Yes, but my migraine is not like the same as other. How's so, that different? Yeah. So mine because I got inborn heart disease mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. So um, the migraine would be happen in three to four hours, but it would be so intense, and that I would be difficult to breathe and feel like vomiting. But if I don't vomit, I cannot breathe. Mm. Yeah. So um, with that, with the effect of the chemotherapy it was so strong that mm -hmm. it's happened all day long. I just went to the bathroom and vomit, and then I so difficult to breathe. It was so terrible. Yeah. Yes. That, that was like unforgettable. I just told myself that you know, this is not working. This yeah. is, this is uh, 
terrible. So I just thought that we have two choices. Okay. First, uh, it's already happened. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing that you can change. Mm -hmm. It was big. So you have your your strength, your energy, your your time. Yeah. Now now you can use it to feel miserable and just be tired all the time. Or maybe you can use that energy and time mm -hmm. to do something more useful. Yes. So that's just your choice. A change in perspective. Yeah, so of course that we had, I think you will choose that to use that energy and time to something that's more meaningful for you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, from that day on, I just changed my mindset. Mindset. So I just step out of bed and mm -hmm. uh, go for a walk and uh, try to be positive as possible. Like use, try to. I try to meditate, mm -hmm. uh, read, read some new books, and watch whatever that I wanted to to watch. So just to keep me focused and uh, to keep me be more positive. Mm -hmm. yes. Biggest part for me to go through my treatments mm -hmm. and to be able to recover yes. was my family. My mm -hmm. mother and my mom made sure that I didn't have to think about any other problems rather mm -hmm. than just focus on the treatment. So yeah. I was be able to focus. And after everything that you've been through, I think that there is nothing that you cannot concur yes, like, at yeah. the moment mm -hmm. because you've been through everything, the hardest ones. Mm -hmm. Tough man, uh, tough time makes tough men. Yes, tough yeah. time makes tough men. Like, yeah. <laughs> life can be tough, but we are tougher. Yes. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves that we are stronger and braver mm -hmm. than we think. Yes. And the human spirit is stronger than anything that can happen to the world. Mm -hmm. Just remember that. <laughs> no, I, you know, you cannot imagine how strong you are and, you know, how inspiring you are. Yeah. I think there is a very thin line between we're about to give up yes. and we retain the hope and keep moving. Yes, I think that we just have to push through all the, right. of the tough time. Just, mm -hmm. It's not over if you not give up. You know, so just fight through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just uh, like I shared, you just have to fight it. You just have to tell yourself that, mm -hmm. that you got this. You just keep going. You just need to tell yourself that. Mm -hmm. uh, just don't give up. Just That's fight right. it. Fight it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Daily affirmation again. Yeah. That's just right. do it over and over again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whenever I'm feeling insecure and I'm feeling like, oh, I cannot do this, mm -hmm. um, I often ask myself, who told you that? Who yeah. said that? Mm -hmm. And I don't have the answer. And I know that, oh, no one told me that. Yes, and I would tell myself, I can do this. I will be yes. the, the first one mm -hmm. to say it first. And mm -hmm. then others will believe in me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, what is the greatest lesson um, that you, you got from that experience? Well, after I got cancer, I... I um, I feel that I need to spend my time more efficient yeah. and meaningful. I will use my energy with the people that I love rather than just want it to be like. That's right. Yes. And we often say that we have the whole family to take care of, not yes. a whole community to exactly. make impressed, uh, make so, them impressed. Yes. So just focus on the loved one. Mm -hmm. yes. 
So it is clear that we will never know how important health is until it becomes a problem.、Mm -hmm. So how can we, especially the youngster, the young people nowadays, can take better care of our physical health and mental health? As a youngster,、mm -hmm. just I used I used to do that that I、uh, wasted wasted my health. I slept late, and I、uh, did not eat properly.、Mm -hmm. I just ate whatever I want. So、mm -hmm. that would be a problem.、Mm -hmm. uh, in the long run, and if you cannot sleep, then your mental health is gonna get worse. Yes. And because you don't eat properly, you will you will have high blood pressure or heart disease or problem with、uh, <coughs> our stomach and liver.、Mm -hmm. So it's it's best for the youngsters to understand how to go through healthy diet. Of course, try to sleep sleep early. It is better、uh -huh. to wake up early rather than just stay up late working.、Mm -hmm. You will feel the difference, and、mm -hmm. your body will thank you. Yes.、Yeah. Wow.、Uh, to be honest, I hear that all the time, but、mm -hmm. I just cannot change my habit. It's really hard yeah,、exactly. to like, break the habit. Just like me,、mm. where I <laughs> before I was uh, uh, having cancer. But of course,、mm -hmm. that is、uh, actually the lesson that everybody has to learn.、Mm -hmm. Everybody has to learn their lesson, one way or another.、Mm -hmm. So we as a The people who has experienced it、yes. can only give advice,、mm -hmm. but they are the one who practice it. At the end of the day,、yeah. health is the greatest asset、mm -hmm. of our lives. So, guys, take better care of yourself. Yes, exactly. Ah,、oh, thank you so much for that. Also, I have to say that the talk period is kind of emotional. I'm kind of emotional and sentimental. Okay, thank you. So we need to like change the environment a、mm -hmm. little bit by doing some IFO challenge、okay. for the guest.、Mm -hmm. But before the IFO challenge with model Ang Wu, we will continue and carry on with IELTS on the go and keep you know discovering and finding down more interesting things about the university. In this room, we have launched a lot of activities at online teaching webinar or workshop, and、uh, I will take you to the online lesson taken by me. That is really cool. Because how does it feel to be a teacher standing in front of so many people and impart knowledge to them? At first, I feel a little bit nervous, but、um, it's totally okay right now.、Uh, I totally immerse myself in it, and、uh, I will take you to the lessons right wow. now. Wow. We have a simulated lesson right here, right now. Yes, and、um, can you、uh, look at the picture and、uh, imagine with the idiom、uh, have you learned? Okay, so in the picture I can see a cat. Is it、yeah. something about this animal? And uh, oh, uh, I can see two apples as well and three stars. Okay. Yes,、uh, that's right. And、um, can you、uh, give me the answer that in your mind? Okay, I can see two apples in the eyes of the cats. So, is there anything to do with the cats? Okay.、Um, I I think of one right now, but it has nothing to do with the cats. 
So I think this, this might be something that, that is distracting me from the right answer, right? So I would say this idiom is the apple of my eyes. Yeah, okay. Is that correct? We will figure out right now. Woo! Yeah, that's right. You are the apple of my eye. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so you said your major has a lot to do with phonology yes. and etymology. Is that uh, which is, which sounds very complicated to a layman like me? Uh, was it something you've always been passionate about since the day you were young, or it is something that you just kind of grew into recently? Um, one of the biggest reasons I chose that because I love working with children and uh, I think I love broadening student horizons so, that, uh, so that's why I chose that major. I want to inspire them learning English. Okay, I can see that passion in your eyes. Okay. So is there any pieces of advice that you want to give to the high school students who, who are planning to apply into this major? Um, the good advice I want to give the high school students, they should need to have a solid foundation about English. And besides that, they should have the interest in inspiring people or teaching children. Yes. For example, uh, you should uh, join actively about a voluntary program, just that Green Summer Volunteer Campaign to have a lot of experience about teaching children so that uh, you could just that's major. Okay. We have a uh, club tutor uh, have been uh, have launched by my university. Uh, they give the student a lot of experience how to how to teach and how to sympathize with the student and how to inspire them. So I think uh, they are give me a lot of opportunity to uh, can inspire students. Okay. So one more question. Okay. What is the biggest challenge or obstacle you think you have to face as a teacher? Um, yeah, I think the biggest challenge in the modern age right now that uh, we need to take students online. Yeah, and I can uh, contact with them or uh, in interact with them uh, actively, but um, we still need to adapt with them and teach them how to uh, learn actively. Yeah, I think that's a, the good solution for the challenges. Yeah, you said that you have been very well prepared for a future where online studying might take over, right? So I bet you will become a great teacher in the future. Good luck. Okay, thank you. I think that's a wrap for our visit to Ho Chi Minh City University of Education today. Thank you so much, Mizuin, for accompanying me and for giving us so much insight into your university. Thank you, Ting Kim, very much for your visit today. And now let's switch back to the studio and see what we've got for you. Goodbye! Welcome back to IFO Knowledge Show Student Edition, and here comes the IFO Challenge. I think that we have a model here as a guest, and there is no game better than posing challenge. Mm. Uh, you are very good at posing, sure. Uh, I guess. <laughs> do you like posing? Yes, of course, because it is uh, what I have to do. Mm. So. 
it's your job. Mm -hmm. Like I'm totally bad at posing, but yes, yeah, it's a, a kind of a challenge for me. But we will both together do mm -hmm. it to make okay. it fun and interesting. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. So the rule will be uh, we will be looking at the picture of a celebrity and we have to pose. We, we will have like three seconds mm -hmm. to pose exactly like them. Not only the posture, but also the facial expressions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Your first picture is... Three, two... Do now? One. Very sexy. I think you'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's my turn. Okay. Miley Cyrus. I will support you. Nice. That's bored. I want to stick out the lung, but. Okay, that so you will be Cardi B. Mm -hmm. so I will be. be your fiance. <laughs> so I see what you dress. Mm -hmm. Three, two, one. I'll be looking at you. But yeah, I think you're very good at facial expression. Mm -hmm. So because I have to really think that I am the person. So ah, that's your tip. That's the tip, mm -hmm. right? Okay, we have to like think we are that person. Next yes. one, what, Justin what Bieber, and I think that that's his manager. Oh, bodyguard, <laughs> maybe. So, so you maybe, will be the. I'm the maybe I'm gonna be the bodyguard. A bodyguard. Now so we you just Justin have Bieber. to think about what he's doing. Is he running or is he doing something? So I'm gonna just. Three, hey, slow two, down. what? <laughs> <laughs> slow down, come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, you not only can you recognize their facial expressions yeah. so well that they you can like imagine yes, I, what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's close. Close. Yeah. close. I try my best. I think that's it for the challenge. It's kind of Yay. like a physical activity. It's fun, it's, right? It's, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I think it's a fun activity and it's mm -hmm. amazing. It's cool. Yes. I think posing challenge um, not only helps us to be look better in the photograph, mm -hmm. but also kind of to be more energetic. Yes. Mm -hmm. And to understand each other more mm -hmm. by pretending to be like them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We've done a great yes. job. Yay. Yeah. Welcome back to the studio and in IFO Nali Show Student Edition, we also have a talk with the guest about their student's life and also some advice, some tips for the student to be successful in their own way. Let's go back in time and talk about your student life. Mm -hmm. um, can you, what would be the three words um, to describe your student life? Yes, it would be fun. Fun. Uh, Big changes. Big changes. And new experience. New experience. Okay, fun because you like English and you choose English yes. as your major. Mm -hmm. How about big changes? Well, big changes because uh, because of the Vietnam Next Top Model. Oh, nice. When you took part in your freshman year? Yes, I sophomore. think so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I got new experience. And, uh, and actually, the uh, life in the university w was different. So it's just new experience for, mm -hmm. me, for me. 
You are the perfect example and illustration of the fact that we can still follow our passion but still get that degree. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a, a, a pride, right? Yeah. So like, um, okay, so can I ask you more specifically about how can you do that at the same time working and studying and graduating? Uh, I, w I was still got high grade, high score in, in university and still be able to work on the modeling. Mm. Yeah. It's just so lucky. No, like, because you work hard as well, and working hard can turn into a miracle. <laughs> Maybe it's because I choose what I like, what That's I love. Right. Mm -hmm. So I will be able to handle and handle mm -hmm. it all. Working under stress and Working time stress. management. Yes. Because there, in university there will be a lot of assignments mm -hmm. and exam, group mm -hmm. assignments and stuff, and there will, there will be a lot of deadlines. Mm -hmm. So you have to know what to prioritize and mm -hmm. what to do next. So you have to plan it all out. Mm. And you, yeah, but if you don't, it's gonna mess up everything. Plan it in advance. Yes, definitely. And so be organized. Be more organized. Yeah. You know, like when you took part in the competition and you yeah. appeared on the national television, mm -hmm. you came back to university and study. Yeah. Um, did a lot of students and friends recognize you and like, oh, hey, <laughs> I saw you on TV. Yes, it's that actually one of the big change mm -hmm. because suddenly everybody knows me. Okay. So just I just went to uh, went to school and like, hey, everybody just say, oh, I, I think I saw this guy <laughs> on TV. And so, yeah, it's yeah. just like that. It's, I feel a little bit happy mm -hmm. because everybody knows me. <laughs> but How about the teachers? Did they recognize you? I don't think a lot of teachers recognize me, but mm -hmm. the, um, the, the younger teachers mm -hmm. does recognize me. So when you were in high school, did you take part in any school activities? Uh, mm -hmm. I was a uh, class MC. <laughs> yes, I, because I was dancing at that time. So oh, I, you I would perform. I was just dance in front of the school. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. And of course, that it, is, it is important that we have good memories of the friends, of the time that we spent together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Like when you, you, know, you choose your major um, in, in English mm -hmm. language. Mm -hmm. So before you take part in the competition of Vietnamese Top Model, mm -hmm. uh, what was your dream? Well, uh, my dream before that was I want to become a um, fitness influencer. Fitness influencer. Yes, because I, uh, back in the day I watched a lot of uh, YouTube videos mm -hmm. about yes, a fitness trainer, uh, influencer yeah. in, I think in America. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to be like them because uh, I just want to inspire people and help people with the health journey. I actually had a YouTube channel back in the day, but uh, not, yeah. And then I you became a model and you were too busy to keep up with that. Yes. But it's never too late. You can start now. Yes. You're getting more fans so. from the show, I guess. <laughs> uh, what would be a piece of advice that you want to give to the students out there, especially for those who are about to enter the university? Mm -hmm. So let's just, just try to find what you love mm -hmm. and what you like and mm -hmm. follow that, follow your dream. Mm -hmm. uh, Make mistakes, make mistakes, because if you don't make mistakes, you're not gonna learn anything. But but if you do, if you make one, you need to learn from it and try to fix the mistake. <laughs> okay.
not just make mistake and just leave it there. <laughs> yeah. And not like make it over again because that is exactly. your decision, not your mistake anymore. Mm -hmm. So uh, try to be, try to experience a lot of things, mm -hmm. but consider some, consider everything else. So if it's toxic, if mm -hmm. it's sabotaging, it's hurt people, then you should just stay away from it, and just don't give up. Okay. Because you, like I said, if you uh, never try, the answer will always be no. But mm -hmm. if you try, okay, of course that it could be no, but it would be yes. It could be yes. Yes. We can claim you as a big brother now. Right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that that would be a useful advice for the students out there um, to achieve greatness, to maximize your potential, and to become the person that you want to be. And I think my advice will be enjoy white last because I do believe that college time can be one of the best time in your life and just enjoy it. Have fun. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for being here and I love talking to you. You know, your stories are very inspiring. Thank you for being so authentic and especially a lot of, you know, advice about being confident and about the student life that you gave out to the audience. Yeah, thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. In the show, we have a tagline, which is Viva Student Life. Can we both together say Yes, that? of course. Three, two, one. Be Viva Student, student Life. Life! Thank you so much for watching. Stay tuned. The Michael oh. Jackson. I love this. You can do this. Uh, so Where's my hair? Uh, where's my hat? My, your hat? <laughs> Maybe I would, I would do it like this. Like this? The watermelon so is everything. That is his uh, signature pose, like there. Mm -hmm.